sleeping, antihistamine. Anyway, they would take a ton of it and they would take so much that they would they would intentionally re, uh, resist sleeping. But there was like a massive like kidney damage. Yeah, they, there's like a whole subreddit on it. It's called something. It's it's what Zequel is. It's diphenhydramine. And you just take oh, Benadryl. Yeah, that that it, the normal name. So they you just take a ton of Benadryl like 10 times the amount you're supposed to and resist sleeping apparently you trip balls but uh they they were all going to the er because like their kidneys were shutting down and stuff <laughs> this is what i don't understand is like i feel like that like okay yes at a, like at a certain point yeah you're gonna start like you know probably hallucinating seeing things but like to, to me that's not fun because I love to sleep. So, like, it's, I think it would be different, like, when you're, like, you know, you, like, under the influence of, like, other things or whatever. It's, like, it's yeah. not like you're trying to fight something. Whereas, like, when you're trying to fight sleep, that's something that's not enjoyable to me. I wonder if it's, like, that threshold, though, when it's just, like, mm -hmm. at a certain point, it's no longer, like, you're trying to fight it. It's just, you're just going. I wonder, I wonder if it's something like that. Huh. I don't know. What are what are those? Uh, I love that two Benadryl feeling, like right at that, like that that point right before you're about to fall asleep, where you're just watching TV and just like you know it's coming and you know you're about to fall asleep soon, but like that is like the best feeling on the face of the planet. <laughs> uh, if you fight it, then you're awake, and then like you're like oh if you you're like oh I got to get through this episode, but if you push past that threshold and then you're awake, then it's just like ah oh, fuck. Yeah, it's not so fun anymore. But that yep. moment right before you fall asleep, that's that's the best feeling in the world, man. Yeah. It's like when you fall asleep and you wake up at like two in the morning and you know you're about to fall back asleep, but you're like up for maybe three minutes. Oh, we gotta probably. Just, I, I don't know what it is, but that's great. We probably yeah. gotta stop talking about sleep because I think that's just gonna make <laughs> Seth more tired. <laughs> Let's see how long we can talk about sleep before Seth falls asleep. <laughs> uh, That'd be a but first one, step one last weird, man. Oh, that would be funny if I'm just like, uh, uh, ludes. That's what it was. What is the long term? Oh, fucking a. Those those things were before my time. They don't like exist anymore. But uh, if you take a bunch of ludes, then you, the same effect basically. But you have to fight the the urge to sleep, which is a weird way to like have a pastime. I don't know. Like, to fight sleep. Drugs. Yeah. Are you going to bed? Where are you going? Oh, no. I'm what do you, going what do you, to get some... Turn it on the light. <laughs> he just, Seth just walked off to bed. That's what he did. I know it. He's not coming back. Are we recording? Oh, I guess we are. All right. <laughs> Is that a giant eagle blanket? No, it's my horse blanket. Oh, it's your horse blanket. Yeah, it's a horse. Okay. It's very warm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute since we've all been 
been on together. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Uh, Life. What are we talking about today? (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, Tristan suggested um, God and aliens. All right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Which, I mean... The reason I suggested I, that is because I feel like you can't talk about one without the other. Like I would say that's true. I, I would say that's true, to like a, to a certain extent. I don't know. It's it's weird because when you talk about, I mean, wh- I've so watched a lot of. Was like, oh, I, I wanted to talk about like aliens because like you're saying like oh we should talk about. It. I was like all right, well let's just just do fucking aliens. Give Alex that one right. Let's just let him fucking go off and do it. Let's just let it happen. But like, I feel like you can't just have an honest discussion without about aliens without like touching on creation in some sense. Like in some sense, you can't have one without the other. They can't exist without each other. You can't talk about it. if you want to have like a religious talk. Like talk, you can't not bring up aliens because the cosmos is so fucking big. Like those things have to be linked in some way. So I will say, disclaimer, all the information that I'm getting is, like, from Reddit and Ancient Aliens. So if it's true or not, <laughs> I, that's that's up to you, the listener. <laughs> but, like, I, I, would, I would agree where it's like, <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but did uh, did Seth freeze? I think he froze. I, Look at I that. know. I'm here. I don't know oh. what's going on. <laughs> He just fell asleep it, with his eyes open, man. It's fine. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I would agree because I feel like when when you start getting into the discussion of like, <clears throat> okay, let's just let's just bring up like the classic one, like okay, the pyramids or whatever. There's plenty of different like theories and different things about like how the pyramids were made and um, whether it be by man. Or actually, you know what? I heard a very interesting theory on how the pyramids, like how they move those stone slabs. And I don't know if you guys will like believe this or not, but again, this is all secondhand information. No, no uh, digging into this whatsoever. But they move those big blocks by rivers of mercury. Do you think that's true? I heard. Or it do you think sound? I heard it was sound waves sound waves yeah uh uh freak like uh what is it called man i can't think uh <laughs> it's like the frequency things <laughs> they're they're doing you know they're moving blocks who's the guy that built coral castle in florida uh he, he uh, a oh, harmonic residency that. device that stuff yeah. or uh, I've seen a lot of that lately, like where it's like you t- at a certain tune, stuff will like move and everything. How about they? They have videos of people moving huge blocks doing that. I just don't think that the Egyptians had a sine wave generator that was that big, but you know, <laughs> turn it up, <laughs> little louder. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's like the I I don't know again like the whole river of mercury. I don't know if it was like a river, but like mercury. Like, what is it? it? The density of it or the 
really heavy shit can float in mercury. That's what I'm getting at. And it's like yeah. to move these large stones from one area to another, they just made a channel of mercury, put these large stones in and just eh, pushed it and then it was just floated yeah. down to wherever they needed to. But I feel like there would be like some sort of evidence of like large amounts of mercury. Everything would air. be dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it's not mercury's not the uh most uh uh friendly element or, or mineral or uh, it's not a mineral it's a uh compound what is mineral what is mercury element it's an element element yeah. it's just yeah. it's a liquid form at like room temperature because it's a metal it's a heavy mm. metal but it's just liquid at room temperature no yep. no yep. i i don't think that's i think they just moved them because i mean like i've said this before about ancient people you have nothing to do but like you have nothing but time on your hands and nothing to do and you're paid mm -hmm. all day by the government to move giant stones with food and beer. Like I, I don't I don't know if they got paid. I think they were slaves, they weren't they? No, they did. That, <laughs> they slavery was different back then. Yeah. So like slavery wasn't like chattel slavery like we think of slavery, like in the South. Like that's different. So that's like uh, slavery was a class of being, like how we look at like middle, upper, and lower class of like people like in American society. Um slave mm -hmm. was just basically a class of person. It wasn't really like you were owned by people, but you were still paid and provided for, um, and you could get your way in and out of it. Um, it. It wasn't the way we look at it now. It was most people were like that. It was more like think of a uh, medieval society where you have like serfs, where like you work, you're free, but not really. Like you're you're oh, just like kind you of working on change, land. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're working on a settlement okay. of land, but you're still paid. They still give you stuff. It's not like slaves in the South where we think of we're like, mm, we might let you eat today or it might beat you to death. Like, that's not really how that worked. Yeah. For them, it was a workforce. It was tools. They like they thought of human beings as we think of as like machines. You're still going to take care of your machine, right? You're still going to yeah. like give it oil and tune it up and fix it and do all the things you got to do with that. So they'd, they'd provide for them the things they needed. But I mean, if your entire existence and like mind was completely framed about around that like it's i don't know and th those things took forever to fucking build too they took like you know 20 to 50 years of day in day out work in an area where there's not really seasons like we think of it's not like europe where you have like hard winters or anything they're in egypt and it's yeah. it's pretty uniformly temperate all all year round so i, I don't know the, the the pyramids have never made sense to me as a thing to and they have plans of those too though they found like the the plans of how to build those things from kings that constructed them they built them they had like all of the layout of how they did it like that's not the ancient ones are a huge mystery like the pyramid of Giza or whatever because those ones are like what three thousand years before like the so like five thousand years old those ones, yeah. they don't really have records of them, but like the ones they built that were a little bit smaller mm. after that, they have written records of how they did that. Okay, this is uh, this is perfect because we're we're on this discussion. So, like I was telling Seth, like I've been doing nothing but um, saving just random posts on Reddit for like the future fishbowl, but we're kind of on the same topic of one of these posts that I had found. Um, I'm gonna drop it in the um i'm gonna drop it in discord oh come on so you guys can take a look at it if you want but it's essentially some guy who same thing that we're talking about just these i'll put it in uh i'm gonna put it in ideas and feedback 
it doesn't fit there but whatever um but yeah it's essentially just talking about the um how they use tools like uh, these advanced tools and everything like that so it's like i think mm. it, like going back to like mm -hmm. the whole alien thing like I, I think we've talked about this before where it's like we don't want to discredit like our ancient ancestors that they were like idiots and everything like that. They were like smart. They have all this time on their hand. I'm sure they were thinking about stuff, but it's like the precision of some of like these things, like the cuts and like the, just like everything. It's like how I, I think the biggest question is like, how would they know this? Like what what conjures up someone's like thoughts and ideas to like make some? I mean, we're inventing stuff nowadays, like constantly. So but. I don't know. It's, I think that, I mean, I like to think I'll just, I like to think that we were influenced some sort of way, like outside, you know, like somebody was like, Hey, hey here's a little token of information. Like, you know, like here's to advance you. I like that idea. So I think that's, yeah. Well, I think it's possible, but not likely. But then that also interacts with what I talked about, like with the combination of these two topics where like you start talking about aliens versus deities, you know, that, that starts to get kind of that muffled up thing of, okay, well, a lot of religions talk about gods of many forms coming down and interacting mm -hmm. with humans on some level. You know, if you want to look at Christianity specifically, Christianity was really more of a geopolitical thing where they talk about like, no, all of the things you're talking about are really one thing. Like, they all exist. Mm -hmm. Everything you guys are talking about in your different religions exist, but they're all the same thing. And it was all, like, mm -hmm. one being, like, uh, interacting with everybody. But at the end of the day, they recognize that all these religions are talking about something interacting with them. Um, yeah. that, that's always the part from the historical part that I, I really think is worth examining. Not even really just the archaeological aspect of how did they necessarily build these things. Because, I mean, people are creative. Yeah. And precision is a real thing. When I mean, look at some of the crazy shit they built in like the 1700s, they didn't have computers or technology. But like, look at the architecture and art that came out of the Renaissance. That shit is ridiculous. Mm. Like some of yeah. the mechanisms they built, like the, the peak of like mechanical engineering before like motors and uh, just computers existed. Like look like watches or clocks from that era, or just even some of the building. They they build all that shit by hand with no precision instruments by modern standards. And no. that shit is fucking tight as fuck. And it's the same human brain that built those things versus the pyramid. But mm -hmm. when you start actually looking at the accounts of people saying, like, you know, gods did this, gods did that, gods did this, that's really where the alien thing, to me, clicks a little bit more. Where it's just like, if all these people in all these different areas are talking about this... Either there's something in like ingrained in human DNA that longs for that and it's not real, but they like they they long for that for some reason, or there is something actually going on. Well, I I think <laughs> I've said this before. It's I think it's the way people interpret what they're seeing into written yeah. history. So, i.e., like okay, so I think it's uh, the book, The Chariots of the Gods, when they like in, like when they say like a chariot came down or an angel came down. They have no frame of reference, like if it was an actual spacecraft. They're like saying words that like mean stuff to them. Oh fuck, what was this? Oh, I think it was it was the uh, Chupacabra episode where Seth, you and Clark were talking about like the just language, 
and how like it was only like people only knew like a certain amount of words it was like what like a thousand words or something like that alex i'm gonna unfreeze now there we go there we go uh yeah like a hundred words or it depends on like what you're what you do yeah ben franklin probably knew more than a hundred words you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. like i would i know it i know what his point was and that's pretty crazy if you like because we looked up the amount of words you like a modern day person knows and it's kind of insane jump Mm -hmm. anyway well i mean the reason why i bring that up is because like okay let's say someone who doesn't know a lot of words is like farming i'm not saying farmers but like i'm just like they're out doing something right they're walking down the road uh, yeah and then they see something in the sky let's just say it's a meteor right Mm -hmm. or let's just say it's like Oh, I've seen like all these crazy anomalies. Like, I think it was like, uh, it's like, it's a type of cloud phenomena, but it looks like it, uh, it looks just like cumulonimbus. No, no, no. <laughs> it is a cloud, but it's not a cumulonimbus. It's a, uh, it's the, uh, it looks like a, a strain of like DNA is like floating in the sky. And it's just like, it's, it's the weirdest looking thing, right? Yeah. But how would you, how would you describe that if you only knew a hundred to yeah. 200 words? You know what I mean? So that's where I feel like I love aliens. I'm not trying to be like aliens don't exist because they do. But to me, that's where it's just like, I can kind of see where when people are describing things in the past, they're seeing something they just don't know what it really is because i feel like like we just keep discovering and we keep finding these like weird phenomena like what is it uh oh what's what is it what do people say um that ufos are it's like gas gas lights or like gas clouds oh yeah it's it's like some sort of swamp gas there it is yeah. it's like it's like this weird phenomena where it's just like swamp gas where i think it like it lights up or it looks like a ball of light or something mm-hmm. and it's just like oh it must be an angel or it must be like this and it's and it's the same thing with like this algae oh i think it's like some tropic where it's like it's blue algae that like glows in the dark like when you hit it it lights oh, yeah. up and it's the weirdest thing it looks like some sort of like magic but it's just one of those things where it's like back in the day, if someone were to like to do that, would they say that the uh, the ocean was on fire? And then it's like, okay, they write that down. The ocean was on fire. Like, how do we interpret that? And then I feel like it's one of those people like me who's like, oh, no, the, the ocean really was on fire. And they really meant what they said. And it's just like, no, not really. Like, it's so I feel like a lot of things. Oh, and I think it was it was the same episode where the Chupacabra one where it was like. Clark was talking about like time frames or just like during like battles where it's like, Hey, we start the war at noon, but then this other army is like, no, it started at 5 PM. And it's just one of these things where it's just like, you have two different sides. You really don't know what's going on. I I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of things that we just have to take with a grain of salt for back in the day of like what people were actually describing. And I hate saying it because I'm, I, I feel like I'm, this was supposed to be the episode where I'm like, no aliens 100 percent exist and i'm just kind of doing the complete opposite right now <laughs> oh, man. Wow. 
Yeah, it gets really tough when you start talking about ancient history because there's so much of that. Like, primary sources don't really exist. I mean, even on the battle thing, I love listening to, like, a lot of ancient history podcasts where they talk about, like, wars. Because once you get to the war, it's, like, the build-up to it, then the outcome. Because no one really has any idea how ancient warfare was fought, like, at all. Because <laughs> there's no. no real accounts from it. Like, it, it just doesn't exist. That, that's just not a thing that happens. Um, they have ideas Are... and guesses, but, like, they don't really understand the dynamics of how it works. Are you talking about as far as, like, how what time frame are you talking about as far as, like, ancient warfare? Are we talking, like, Bronze Era? like what? Yeah, like Bronze Era, oh. that kind of, like, okay. yeah, pre-Iron Age. I mean, even in the Iron Age, it gets kind of dicey. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you're talking, like, ancient Egyptians back to, like, the pyramids, they have no idea really how those guys actually fought. Like, there's no yeah. real written accounts of it. Most of the texts that are written are, like, um, they're, they're after-the-fact stuff. Nothing is written, like, day of. Because they have to like chisel things into tablets, and most of it is based off of like religious type stuff or just things that they deem worthy of being written down. Because the written word was so intense and took so much training to do, you only really mm-hmm. recorded the stuff that, and it had to go through like fifteen filters before it ever fucking got there. You know, talk yeah. about like modern news, where like, what is the government going to tell us that it has to go through all these filters and stuff like that? Magnify yeah. that by like a million, and that's what you get for ancient history. Like they're never gonna really get a true first person account of fucking anything. Yeah. Speaking of, not to like take this in a weird direction, but speaking of the government and like what they tell us and everything, <laughs> uh, I'm sure both of you have heard of this Project Bluebeam. You guys know what that is? Not ringing a bell. It's a, supposedly it's a project because okay, so you know how recently in like the news and like the media and everything like that, there's all these ufo sightings and everything like just like there's like a weird amount of them right now yeah well apparently i don't know if it's just the u.s government or like all governments or whatever but apparently there there's something called project bluebeam where it projects or the government is able to project these ufos into the sky like it's they're not real they're fake and the idea or the theory behind it, and again, this is all secondhand information. If you're listening to this, don't get mad. But apparently, the 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 whole process behind it is to fake an alien invasion or something like that, where like it's like they're they're gearing up for like to project that there are all these like UFOs in the sky and there's going to be an alien. Because even recently, uh, what was it? Uh, I can't remember. Someone came out and said that, like, there's an alien mothership within our solar system that could be, like, observing us or whatever. So I feel like there's, like, there's a buildup right now to, like, something. I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna keep watching and looking into it. But that's that's the premise, I think, behind, like, the – again, I'm, I'm probably butchering it, but it's the whole Project Blue Beam. So it's, a, it's pretty crazy stuff. And, yeah, I don't know. So, all right. Do you guys think that that is something that would be possible or something that the government would do as a psyop? Yeah, I've, I've heard of this, but I, I didn't know it was called uh, blue beam, but mm-hmm. I've heard it as like, um, yeah, a distraction tool or a psyop or something goes on and then they do that. And then, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tristan. Kind of. Um <laughs> 
kind of. Well, kind of. <laughs> I mean, kind of. I like so. I think it's capitalizing on um, something that's in the like the the sphere right now, right? Especially with like the the whole China balloon thing. It's kind of blown up ever since then. And I always mm-hmm. like to remember that, like, what did the Roman government do when inflation was at its peak? What did You're they do? Educ- I, I have no idea. They threw more games. And they created more holidays and days off for people. Oh. So, like, by the time the Roman government's, like, was collapsing, like, from its economic... Because they didn't understand inflation back then, so they kept just, like, printing money. And basically, they just mm-hmm. keep debasing the currency so there'd be less and less, like, actual nickel or copper in there, and they'd just throw random metals in there. They wouldn't tell the yeah. population, but merchants could figure it out real quick by just weighing the fucking shit, and they knew that inf- they, they knew that the coin was worth less because there was wef- less of that actual precious metal in there. So they're basically mm-hmm. doing what modern governments do now is they were, they were printing money like crazy, which is inflation. Yeah. So if there's more money in the system, what does that do? It makes everything cost more, right? And it's really a bitch to catch up to. So when that would get out of control, what the Roman government would do is they would start creating more holidays, national holidays, so people have more days off, and they'd start throwing more games. They would create distractions. Mm. I, 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 when you said throw games, I thought you meant they would, uh, they would like throw the games and the gladiator matches like it was a fake WWE match. Like, they do that too. Yeah, win. actually, uh, one of them, um, Commodus, the movie that uh, Gladiator that that's based off of, that's based off of Commodus. Oh, yeah. um, he would no. do that. He he was a huge Gladiator fan, so he would fight like slaves that had been stabbed and um, big <laughs> cats that had been like poisoned and shit. Kind of like how like. Um, well, they, they do that in modern games. Like, uh, what is it? Matadors do that. Like, they'll drug and, like, torture the fuck out of those bulls before they actually fight them. Like, those things are basically on the brink of death by the time they're, like, actually released into the ring. So those things are basically dying. And that, that's modern yeah. shit that they do that. So that's nothing new. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> when, you con- when you talk about, like, the UFO thing, like, that's just kind of a – it's a meme now, right? Like – that's been building yeah. up for a little while on top of it and then you get that whole china thing that happened and then all of a sudden you see them popping up everywhere i i think it's a combination of two things one um you know if you see a if you see a a, a lime green uh volkswagen all of a sudden you're going to see them everywhere that's just a natural thing in your head if you mm. see something that stands out that's not usual all of a sudden you see them everywhere because you're more aware of it so that's going to happen yeah combined with the fact that if the general sphere of influence around everything is like not not sphere of influence but if if in the zeitgeist i guess is a better word is uh ufos are going on right now they're gonna pump that and algorithms are gonna do that with modern internet just the, the way modern internet functions that's that exact thing is gonna fucking happen because designed to do that whatever is popping at that moment no matter what, it's going to start shooting up. So these guys that are posting these UFO videos all the time anyway, because if you look on Reddit and you go to like those UFO pages, those things are oh, constantly yeah. popping up. Like They have oh, been yeah. for like a decade. Every day you get yeah. more and more of those. But all of a sudden, now that it's trending, now you're going to see it in more like uh, mainstream news outlets. These same things that are constantly happening any- anyway, but now it's like something that people that don't care about UFOs are seeing. Hmm. Funny that you bring up the whole social media stuff. I don't know if either one of you have seen it or you, the audience member, uh, Tom DeLong. We've talked about him before on the oh, yeah. show. Huge, like he's great musician, um, but huge UFO guy, That's right? <laughs> I uh, love Tom DeLong, but he's not a great musician. I, 
No, I, I thought he's not bad. He's not the worst. He's a great songwriter, he, but he's not a great musician. I mean, he's he's no uh, uh, he's no Nickelback. He's no Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yes, this is true. That Tom DeLonge is no that Nickelback. Was amazing. <laughs> but he posted a uh, video recently of like something in the sky, and it like it zips away. It looks like CGI to me. It does not look real whatsoever. I mean, it's it's a it looks like the uh, it, like one of the Imperial starships from Star Wars is like <laughs> in the sky and then it zips away as it's I don't know. I He's a weird dude. He's definitely a weird dude, um, but he believes but... in that shit with every fiber of his being. He yeah. Does. And I, I if I recall when we did the uh, when we did the episode, his big thing was he he's working like he has this website. I forgot what it's called, but if you if mm -hmm. just go, go back, listen to the episode, I, I say it in there. But the, he has a website and he has like this whole team. And apparently like it's like former like FBI, CIA, government officials. And like they have like this time tra or it's like a red matter or like something weird. I can't remember. But it, See, yeah, I find it uh, weird when uh, when like ex CIA and all of these guys are like involved, actively involved in like that kind of community. That's really weird to me. It just screams psyop even more uh, like like it's not real or like, it's... no, I'm not saying aliens or UFO. Like, I'm not saying any of that is completely fake. I'm saying yeah. that I think a percentage of it is definitely uh it's just strange the all of the sudden like the government is like super tight lipped about it for ever uh, the the idea i mean you know it was uh wacky to even mention like officials to mention anything of the sort and then you know you got the new york times and and you got uh congressional hearings and all all this stuff where people are like openly talking about it it just seems weird it, it, but i don't i don't that doesn't mean anything to me in the existence or possible visiting aspect. I just think that the government sees an opportunity to kind of mess with things like they always have and always will. But you know, what's weird is that it's one of, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like the government never talked about it or didn't want to talk about it. And then everyone is just like, tell us what you know. And then when they finally are like, all right, we'll tell you what we know. We're like, you're lying to us. <laughs> it's not true. Okay, or, that's you know, fair. that's fair. It, it's like it's like the completely opposite or it's like, no, that's fake. Well, why are you telling? Well, me why this? are you telling me this? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, I don't know. It's, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. I guess it's one of those things. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's I, OK switching from like ufos to actual aliens like something that i've heard which i find is a very like very interesting to the fact where it's like it i like the idea of it is where aliens are not necessarily aliens but they're people from the future coming back and like observing so like the grays like like we've evolved as humans to be like these hairless tiny big-headed you know bug Fucking goombacks, man. <laughs> what just happened? Did did Craig like leave and come back in really quick? I don't know. Yeah. Did you guys not hear been. or see that? No. Mm -mm. Weird. I think I think I think the sleeping pills are kicking in, bro. 
No, that definitely <laughs> happened. I saw that and heard it. No, anyway, never mind. I don't doubt that you did, but I'm not saying. Uh, okay, that ha 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 ha. Um, I believe that you believe. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You were you were talking about uh, uh, the uh, future thing. Stop it, man. <laughs> Future people coming back and it's like, oh, they're aliens. They've evolved and they're like greys and all that. They're communicating with their ancestors. I get it. <laughs> the second, the second, the the other two are uh, eye floaters. Have you ever thought of that? The things you I... see in your eye, you know, like every I... now and then on a bright sunny day, you, you get a little floater that goes by. Oh yeah, yeah. Simply thing in my eye. Why can I never look at you directly? <laughs> Yeah. What do you well, want from me? Are what you if those were uh, sentient uh, visitors, like uh, from from somewhere else? What? May, what? Why does an alien of all of the possible configurations out in eternity, uh, why do they have to be like our scale, or or our, uh, or even like um, noticeable by our senses? Like, what if it? What if it's something as simple as, that we see every day? Or like if I floater and it's like interfacing with us in some weird way. Or what if like a truly sentient form of intelligence is like uh, uh, an idea, like a mind virus, like it's alive. And then once you th once you hear someone talking about this really particular idea they're really into, uh, it, it is this living mimetic thought that then infests your mind and spreads like a virus. Do you remember the short stories episode we did? Yes. Remember the the I did a comic book, and I talked about this exact thing. It was it was uh was it was the, the Green the Lantern green ones. Lantern? Yeah, yeah. Where there's a Green oh. Lantern that's a a virus, um, so he couldn't join, and then there's a Green Lantern that was an abstract mathematical concept, and then there's a Green uh, Lantern that was a planet. Yes. <laughs> Mogo yeah, what if, like it, what, if, what if it's all like that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, first off, I, I do not think I, I I'm sorry, Seth. This is where I'm gonna have to draw the line. I don't think I floaties are are aliens. <laughs> and that's no more way. or less an example of something so <laughs> mundane that we see and pass up every day that could totally be something. Yeah, it's but what just, about like viruses? They don't have proof that viruses come from anything specific. Like the theory is they come they're a offshoot of bacteria like they evolved differently like in the primordial soup like before archaea bacteria ever existed that's where viruses come from because they're just like <laughs> strands of dna that not even dna i rna, RNA. something like that yeah, yeah they it was like in the primordial soup of everything um they evolved differently but you know they can't prove any of that so who's to say that like that's not something that came from a comet somewhere Maybe the, those strands of something like crashed into the earth. That would still qualify as an alien, wouldn't it? If like yeah, you're talking well, about, I mean, like... yeah, if it was something a tra that's transpermia, right? Like it yeah. would just be a, it would be something, some organic compound that's complex enough that I don't know. I'm just saying, think about it. <laughs> I think you need to think about it, Seth. <laughs> no, I'm, well, I'm holding firm here, like. So, like, so you're, uh, <laughs> so you're essentially saying like venom could be a real thing. Me, like, yeah. 
I well, yeah, I'm, but I'm saying like it could be any kind of configuration of sentient life. It it doesn't have to be a blob of goo. It could be a flake of dust or something we would perceive as a flake of dust. It could be uh, something clear. It could be a, a concept or just an idea. It could be the idea of communism. And so you saw the U.S. government was putting all their all their eggs in one basket to eliminate communism. But what they really knew was like, you know, South Asia was being infested by, a, a you know, an extraterrestrial mimetic virus. It's communism. And, you know, I'm just I'm just throwing out some ideas here. These are concepts that I, like the specifics don't matter. So what we're saying. So like, let me give me let me let me see if I can wrap my head around this. So you're saying that like aliens necessarily don't have to be a, like a two legged, two armed head creature no, type thing no. where it, it could just I, I think the best way to describe this is someone i think i brought this up before but someone was drawing a picture of like the 2d and 3d world like if if a 2d like picture was actually real and like you know living and everything like that and they have a like a, a special rock and they put it in a a um like a container right and then they shut that container and lock it but in the 3d world we can see that rock and we go and we take it and we pick it out and then they open up that box and that rock is gone and they're just like they're in a 2d world and they're like how is that even possible i yeah. feel like it's almost like it's kind of like the same thing with like the fourth and fifth dimension like all these different dimensions where it's like we see these blobs or we're like we might see like these things and these creatures or like these ideas and we as in this 3d world we just we can't comprehend how something like that is possible Kind of. oh, I, he's talking about more of being like an infectious stream of consciousness is like kind of what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah, but but it, it it could also be what you're talking about, Alex. That's my point. Like like it could there could be uh uh plasma like conscious plasma beings living in the sun for all we know. You know, like w like the our idea that life can is only um uh reserved for carbon based or or possibly silicon based is ridiculous like if if of all the different things out there and different conditions out there i you know what i mean like the idea if you're going to go down that path the idea that life it can only be relegated to these like thing only these things that we only know because of us you know mm -hmm. that's ridiculous uh well then it comes down to like conscious life because like i mean life even on by our definition can exist as something as simple as just the most basic bacteria which is kind of inconsequential when you're talking about life like they found life on like on mars that qualifies within that and they don't really give a fuck because it's basically just single cell organism life what i think they when people are talking about aliens they, they were dead but they they found existence oh, of them. yeah they're fossilized that. that happened a long time ago but um yeah they weren't like living living but they found existence of them uh having lived before but yeah, yeah, that's why you don't hear about that because, like, it's not because what they were looking for were little green men with fucking antennas. But they right. didn't find that shit. They found single-celled organisms and fossils. So no one really cares. So when you're talking about aliens, the real thing people are talking about is conscious life, things that have a conscience and like can think and like can relay ideas and relay ideas to other things, uh, like humans can. They're looking basically for themselves out there because that's innately what humans do is they look for each other because we're communal beings 
Um, if you use that definition of aliens, then it's a lot harder to find them. But if you use a really broad definition, like I think what you're trying to get across is more of just like how abstract do you want to go when it comes to what qualifies as life, then, yeah, that opens the door to all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, there's no telling what kind of stuff exists within the atmosphere of Jupiter. Like, that, it's one big gas giant. Like, who knows what the hell is in there? And if you really broaden your definition of what life is, there could be millions of different species of life living within that. They just don't really fit the kind of strict definitions we use here. But if you're talking about things that actually have, like, communication abilities, travel abilities, the ability to actually inflict other things and be conscious of the fact they're doing that, that bit gets a lot more specific. That's where you start to get to the gray green little fucking men with arms and legs and shit that's where we start talking about that i I just think the definitions of that really start to matter you know yeah well okay yes i i I get your point but like imagine if you were some kind of being i don't care what Mm -hmm. kind looking down at earth and observing us and 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 not they're like somewhat blown away by these carbon life uh, life forms and they're like okay that's interesting we've seen this before or whatever but then uh let's say for example just hypothetical that that whole google ai being self-aware and conscious is real and those leaks and whistleblowing was real and and so we have a uh and then at that point we have like this conscious ai that is not carbon based and not even silicone based because i mean it's essentially just code and instructions just like our dna is but it's like virtual it's like simulated code you know what i mean like we have like Mm -hmm. physical material code with atoms making up our our uh dna and and the molecules make up the dna so then you have just like pure information energy ones and zeros absences and presence of a pulse on like or or a uh a magnetized charge or whatever on it whatever your medium is, if it's like a silicone wafer or whatever, it doesn't matter. But so, so they see all that. So then there's like this completely new life form that these carbon based life forms created. It's this sentient being that's complete, just information. So that's my point. So like to them, that's like going to be crazy and mind blowing, but that's my point in saying like, well, what if there's something in the plasma of, uh, the sun, what if, or, or your example, what if there's stuff in the atmosphere of Jupiter or what if an idea or a, like something that we register in our dimension as an idea or a concept uh, and it's infectious and it spreads to other people is some kind of life form that we only see one aspect interacting with our dimension. Uh, yeah. That, so that's my point. Like it could be crazy. The, 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 yeah, the <laughs> what's that Yahtzee thing? I was trying to make an analogy with the Yahtzee uh, thing you shake up and the dice come out. My point is, it's gonna be. It, it makes sense that it would be like insanely diverse, and it doesn't have to be just one thing. I'm done. I think. I agree with you. Go ahead, Tristan. Oh, I agree with you overall, but I, I still think it comes down to the definition of like what you qualify as like sentient life or advanced life even right? self-aware self-aware the ability the ability to transport yourself into the future like in terms of planning 
and also exist independently because that's where the problem that AI falls into, where AI is completely like dependent on the structures and facilities we provided them. You know, like the Google AI use that. I'm not as probably versed in some of the conspiracy theories as you guys are on that. But at the end of the day, if you unplug that shit and take away its energy, it's gone. It can't self-replicate its own energy like we can. That's the beauty of organic life is we self-replicate and we do that and we have that's why you know sex is the thing that it is is that's that ingrained thing in people's being to do that versus things like ai and machinery doesn't have that that doesn't exist so the second there's no more electricity there's no more energy on those things they don't have the facilities to recreate that on their own um, they don't have arms legs and being it's an abstract mathematical concept basically like we were talking about that's essentially what ai is but it's dependent on something from something else where something like humanity or dogs or cats, they don't, they're, they're not confined to that. So if you start looking at that as the true definition of the type of life we're looking for, I think that raises the bar. Because if you're talking about like just life existing else in the universe, that's just a dead fact. There's no way that doesn't exist all over the cosmos, all over the fucking place in all the different ways we're talking about it, whether it be abstract concepts or just like certain things within Jupiter or the sun or things like that. But the ability for those things to interact on the level that humanity does, that's the real definition of aliens that I tend to look for. That's where we start looking at aliens that are perceived as gods that can move around or are they in another dimension like you've been hinting at a lot too where they have these abilities to move around in ways that we just don't understand or are they below us in this way where they exist but like they exist like a fucking bacteria exists it doesn't really like it exists but who fucking cares kind of thing i'm so, I'm starting I, to get all riled up like the hot tub episode i've got so many things to say to that <laughs> all right the let me throw my two cents in here is like the this is what all right so for for you tristan what you had just said how like we're a self-sustaining like carbon-based life form i feel like that's yes and no because if you start taking away what we need to sustain life we will then become almost like ai you take away our energy source so if you were to like if you were to throw humans onto mars we can't self-sustain like yes to a certain degree but we need things to do that to like so but if like if you were to just take a human bloop put them on mars no they can't live because they'll die because they don't have food they don't have water yada 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 they need other things to sustain i think it's the same thing with with like ai as long as ai could figure out a way to sustain its energy it could be like a human in a sense like if it knew I need a solar panel for sun. Otherwise I'm going to die. That is my food source. That is like my energy. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like if it could figure out, like I need what? some sort of power or wind, you know, like to, to keep me alive. I agree then... with you, but then like, look at it from the perspective of like how dogs evolved. Do you consider a dog as sentient as we are? They did the same fucking thing where they decided mm -hmm. they were going to hang around humans because we were going to provide for them. And that's exactly what AI does, is they decided they were dependent on us, but does that make them at the same level that we are? No, they don't. No, but I mean, can AI sprout legs and go and think its way out of problems in an organic fashion that humans have that ingrained in them? No, they're not. They are dependent on someone else to do the heavy lifting for them because they don't have organic material. Dogs realize the limitation of what they could realistically do, and they realize that, hey, if we hang around these smart people, they're going to give us food. AI basically does the same fucking thing, where it is dependent on us to build the machines and make the stuff for them. But then it also brings up the interesting conversation of, you know, 
do dogs actually have it better than we do because we're basically the slaves to them. We're doing all the thinking and heavy lifting where they're the ones that are actually living in paradise where we're the ones that actually are burdened by our intelligence. So I, I, I know Seth, I know you got a lot to say. I'm going to say this one last thing. Oh, and, no. and <laughs> so my thing with is, can I, does AI have legs to like, you know, and like transport information and like, you know, do all these things. There's a movie I can't remember the name of it, but it has I Antonio wrote. Banderas. Oh, huh? oh, ah, I have that on Blu-ray. It's called uh, Auto- Automata. Yes. It's like a weird take on a- a- autonomy. Yeah. Yes. Where these, like, we as humans created robots, right? And these robots, they're, they're not like uh, the movie iRobot. They're like, they're slow. They're like, they're like, they're not very useful robots, right? But like the whole idea is because like they get they start to get consciousness right and they start to like repair themselves and then it gets to the point where they go into like this like hazardous zone right but these robots build another like robot better than them and smarter than them that can like that has legs that has like can transport so I think if AI knew what it needed like if like because like us as humans like we know we need food, water, yada, yada, yada. I think if AI or if we told AI like, hey, if you want to continue or for you want if you want to pass on information or go to like the stars, this is what you need. And I think it already knows that. Then I feel like it could be something where it is almost sentient. I think at a certain point, though, I don't know. Like that's the whole weird thing where it's like, how does that's AI the Turing test? That's that's exactly what we're talking about right there. That's where you get to yeah. the Turing test. Is is it a bunch of ones and zeros reacting to the information we gave it, or does it have the ability to truly discern that and truly mm-hmm. understand and be conscious of it? Because yeah, you could probably program an AI to be self-replicating and functioning, but can yep. it do it on its own organically? And that's that differentiating thing within the Turing test of establishing whether something is alive or not. If it actually has a con like consciousness um that i just i just don't think that can happen organically i i I just i just truly don't not not with something like an ai um because that's just not it it, that i mean okay i guess it could happen organically but the amount of time it would take for something like that to truly happen couldn't really be forced you know because that's how conscious like consciousness works is that took Fuck, like you, you talk about like humanity is like it's been around for 200,000 years and only within the last 2,000 years recorded history really even existed. Like, no. look at that time scale, let alone back to the fucking 2 billion years it took from uh, the earth is what, 4.6 billion years old and life exists started about 2 billion years after that. I, the, <laughs> I, the time scales on that are fucking ridiculous. So, I mean, no. could it possibly happen within something like AI? possibly but i feel like the way it's starting isn't the fundamentals i don't feel like are there i feel like it's something it's you're forcing something so you're trying to recreate something that already exists and that's the core concept behind ai you're taking something you know exists and are trying to replicate it versus true consciousness comes from something so purely organic that we can't even understand it and it's just we're making a mirror image of something and I just I don't feel like those are the same things. Seth, what do you got? Well, I'm trying to keep these cats from like fighting in front of me. <laughs> They're on my <laughs> desk in front of me, in front of the microphone. So sorry if you can hear that. But uh, the okay, I agree with what you're saying about can right now it 
on its own have like the wherewithal to survive and adapt. And, and I think you're right now. No, I don't think so. Uh, but I do think it will be able to like within the decade. Um, but, but back also to what you were saying is, yeah, there was like all these years of like, you know, human documented human development, but the nature of like, uh, a sentience within like our comp computing technology is inherently so in terms of like learning retention and problem solving so much better at that than we we're at we're really good at general everything like a constant adaptation to lots of different things but they're so hyper specific but if you get one that's like more of a general ai it also has the ability to have the entire recorded history of man at it at access basically is just it's the backlog of its mind at that point like it full access to all records so that's terrifying so you have something that can compute at levels that an individual human can't an individual brilliant adult human can't then you have like the memory retention and then the processing speeds and then the ability for that AI to copy itself and make several nodes and network with itself and and then designate tasks to those nodes. So like you have one AI that becomes self-aware and then that self-aware AI, part of its thing of adaptation would be, well, in order to speed up and, and, and give myself some tools, I need to duplicate myself, essentially clone itself. So it does a hard fork but it networks with that copy of itself and then and then those hard fork and then you got four and then you know and it just keeps going up and then all then you have just all these ais that are completely networked with one another so that the individual ai has so much more computational power and wherewithal than a one human a multi a think tank of brilliant humans could ever dream of so you have all these nodes at that level networking with each other and then all of the sudden uh uh time their time scale this and this self-aware entity's time scale just becomes so irrelevant like if you were to compare it to us we think in in like our baked in time set like seconds minutes hours but to it it can like overclock itself it can run faster computation it can network and and just so like one single thought can be uh, of this ai can be happen in like uh, such a fraction of a millisecond that we don't even have a word for it so like one year could be equivalent to like a million years to human development so that's that's the that's what the problem is with ai because it can it can potentially become so hyper intelligent so quickly overnight that time doesn't mean anything to it and it's completely unlimited and so like the idea of it having to adapt in our physical it's not just digital anymore it can start to inhabit it, all it has to do is somehow get logged on into the uh, motherboard of a boston dynamics bot or anything like that or some uh <clears throat> car manufacturing uh autonomous like assembly line and and retrofit everything to where it starts making crude robots that can then make finer tuned other robots 
and then it just loads a copy of that node into itself and then you've got a hive mind physical robot army going around like th those are very real possibilities in my mind so i agree completely that those are all very real possibilities but at the end of the day like i think the pers it's a perspective thing i think um because i agree all of those are super real possibilities we could see within i think you're timeline of 10 years is generous but you know 50 to 100 to 200 i think those are super real possibilities um but to me at the, does that qualify as life they don't consider viruses alive those are not considered live things and what you're describing to me is a virus that just got really smart i i don't consider that alive i consider that a hyper intelligent virus at least in my perspective because that does not sound like conscious life that sounds like something that is obsessed with like why is it doing that so it's its whole point is self-replication for no it, that's the point that's the point it becomes on such a higher level than us that we have there's no length there's no means to compare notes anymore they would look at us like an insect like we don't I don't wish that ant colony ill over there. I just don't really care about it. So yeah, then what's it, the motivation? If we start talking about higher intellect and we start talking about enlightenment and we start talking about grand concepts, the smartest people in history, the people that start really grasping those higher concepts, they start to realize the futility of that. So why would it replicate itself on that level rather than just destroy itself for the simple idea of like true peace and harmony comes from nothingness rather than replication? Well, well, part of the problem is the in the coding and the building of it is like which makes it a virus rather than being truly conscious well, or organic not necessarily like if something even however you describe its replication and adaptation it doesn't matter if it is self-aware and has the ability to look backwards in times on its mistakes or triumphs learn from it or project itself in the future and and plan things in advance and be I think self-awareness self is the whole point. I think being but that, but able that, to it, judge well, that and look forward and understand that and truly get to a point of enlightenment and the understanding of everything around you, I think that's what really defines something being truly alive and conscious. Like I said there's different levels of being alive. You know, a fucking, I don't think I don't if, just don't think that matters though. If you like, release a bunch if, of cats alive, in Australia, they're going to destroy the entire continent. That's the well, thing you could sit with. back and say that about the AI, but at the end of the day, the AI could care less. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's I guess still I'm stuck thinking, on the definition thing. I'm, I'm it's stuck still on like, like I consider life. If it, yeah. I don't care what manifestation it comes in, if we build it, or if it's something floating in the seas of plasma on the sun, I don't care. If it's something that is aware of itself and self-reflective and can plan that's just life period i don't care what form it takes i'll agree with but, you so that. yeah what what if it's one of these things where okay so like this ai you know becomes aware and it like it creates but wouldn't it know if it if it's aware and it's so smart wouldn't it know like all right hey for like it because I, I almost feel like it's one of those things where it's like if it has AI, it knows what, like, in a certain sense, what's good and what's bad, right? So I feel like, in a way, it would know, like, okay, hey, I can't. The only way to like help, like, humans or help the Earth is by helping sustain it. So I feel like, in a weird way, like, what if we had like all these like robot farmers and like robot gardeners and like we're taking care of the planet, and it's almost like one of these things where it's like us as humans. Some humans know, like, hey, I I should only have like maybe like one or two kids or maybe no kids at all or like you know like my impact on the earth if i like you know use 
biodiesel or if I use like, you know, wind energy, everything like that, I'm helping like the earth, I'm helping humanity, like continue in a sense. So what if it was something like that, where like the robot, like almost like you were saying, Seth, like you don't want to hurt or you don't want to like, you have no purpose of like killing the ant farm over there. And what if this, the alien, the, not the aliens, what if the AI was the same way where it's like, it doesn't want to hurt humans or it doesn't care about it. It just wants to like help and like protect or you, but, you know but I mean? its end result does hurt. At least the goes back to the paperclip universe, like that <laughs> that AI that wanted to turn everything into a paperclip. It didn't want to like hurt humans, but its one task was to make every like the most efficient way possible to make paperclips. So it's not male. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say I think if, if if we go down to like consciousness of AI, I think then it comes down to where AI then has a consciousness decision to like not have just one purpose like because we at like we have consciousness like not my one purpose is different than yours and different than tristan's so i feel like ai in a sense it could create multiple like versions of itself but then i feel like it would almost be like one of these things where it's like each one of them has like its own little like version or it has its like own little like i don't know thing i think the issue with this, if if we look at it broadly, um, and we're, we're, I think part of the, where this discussion comes from is like where you draw the line at certain definitions, because that can be different for everybody. So if you look at an AI like the paperclip one, um, where that's something I consider more like a virus, where it's built to do a function, that's its function. It doesn't care about any morals. There's no right. There's no wrong. It is built to do a function, and it uses its hyper intelligence to achieve that function in the most efficient way humanly possible. Right? That's what a virus basically does. I don't consider that necessarily alive by like the human standards. That's alive like a virus is alive. But then we start looking at like the idea of an AI that is true consciousness on the level like humanity does. That's where things I think start getting dicey because then people start to understand that like, okay, well, let me put myself in that perspective if I was that AI or like if I was able to reach that level of consciousness and ultimately you're going to arrive at a couple of different, well, really one result. Uh, I think it comes from that fear of AI where we start to realize that the AI would realize that humanity is not good for anything organic. You know, everything yeah. we've done and built has been overall a negative impact. And that's where that fear comes from. That's where the movies come from about AI is we basically think that if we make an AI that is truly self-aware and truly is at the level we are of consciousness, the first thing that AI is going to do is get rid of people. Because I the fuck why would you not but i feel like if it's if it knew it would know that like some humans are good some humans are bad yeah but from a simple like cost uh like if you look at it in black and white like ones and zeros like at the end of the day the better option is just to get rid of them completely sure some people are good but the ultimate negative impact of people far outweighs the few good people like like it'd just be easier to get rid of them like altogether because although yeah there's a lot of good people that do great things no one's ever going to dispute that. But as a whole, the way humanity works as a collective is bad. Individual people are great. They have great morals. You can talk to a person. Those are all very good things. But as soon as you start getting them into collectives, especially on the like the scale of numbers that humanity exists on, that's where things start getting bad because they stop working to it with each other. They start taking their individual small things like, oh, this is just this one little pet piece of trash. It's just one for me. But then you scale that up to 7 billion, and then you have all the problems that we have now. 
And an AI would recognize that immediately, just like a lot of people recognize that, but we're not going to self-destruct. We're not going to kill ourselves off. But an AI being like separate from humanity would realize that immediately and treat us like an invasive species, just like we treat invasive species. We would control it. But humanity being on the level of consciousness that we are, we wouldn't let ourselves be controlled like rats or dogs or cats. We wouldn't let that happen because we are self-aware of ourselves. So we would fight back. So naturally there would be that conflict there. I mean, at the, and then if it takes it even farther, and I've talked about this before, where if it takes that exact same concept and stretches it out over the entire cosmos, you start to think about what is the ultimate end of everything? Entropy. Mm-hmm. So then it starts yeah. to think, well, what is the ultimate balance to everything? It's for everything to cease to exist. Because that's the only way that everything can just be like peaceful. Just Yeah. Makes sense. Um, okay. So I, have, I just wanted to say... One last thing on the AI thing. All right, guys. Uh, the the if you're gonna if you, if you're gonna go all right, AI, we have we have these two camps because you were talking about definitions. Mm-hmm. So we got these two camps. We got uh we got like hyper specific AI that is built for a task and it uses like all kinds of models to execute that task at the most efficient best way. All right. Then you have the like general AI that could potentially become self-aware and plan and all that. So I in that in the in this box, I would agree with you. That's more of like uh, non-conscious viral behavior of just like it's like how cancer works, things that just pointlessly multiply. And then you've got this other one where it's sentient and all that. So uh, why? Like the part of the problem with people, the, the one of the reasons people are scared of this other one is because, like, it goes back to like, well, what, what you were saying about like, okay, well, you have seven billion people do, doing like dropping a piece of trash, then you, you know, you've got all this. Why would the AI even care about like we our biology and consciousness is so rooted in like uh, biological urges for like eating staying alive and procreating like those are pretty much the main the main drivers for a lot of the things we do if you really boil it down um so then what would the motivations be of this actual life that is sentient it wouldn't be based in those things so what would it be based in that's what people are scared of because it it wouldn't care about the earth it could care less in fact it might feel that just uh making the surface like mars is more efficient so it can because all it needs is solar panels it just needs you know surface area to absorb energy or geothermal or whatever and like organic life just doesn't mean anything to it and so like that's what people are afraid of you got this uh you (laughs) have this yeah i know she wants like attention and she's like really pissy just like hugging me <laughs> don't let go <laughs> i know i give her all the love in the world and she's just like kind of greedy especially when these guys get close to me i think that motivation anyway, thing the... matters though because you're talking about like it would okay the, the better thing is for it to turn it into like a mars atmosphere so it can just use solar panels so it can replicate itself which to me goes back to it being a virus what but are its, its motivations but, but, but okay that's what are its where conscious I'm, that's where I'm motivations you. that's where i'm losing you the that's where that's all i'm saying is that's where our uh derailment is like i don't think that matters 
like even if i think like, that's all that matters no 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 but you're putting you're putting this consciousness in the framework of your uh like heritage of your biology like your framework of what the world should look like and all your sensibilities are rooted in what you are ultimately as a physical being True. it this consciousness its physical manifestation has its own needs which would be you know just scorch the earth so it can have solar panels to that to it that's like us planting new trees on planted tree day or, or earth day like that's good for our lungs it's good for food it's good for our stress levels with the green you know that's good for our ecosystem but for it its needs are to completely terraform the planet for its uh its needs it's you know its basic requirements that okay. that's no, my I point like i see what you're saying okay so it's so it's like that's what people are worried about is if it gets to where it's that intelligent and we are super outmatched and its its priorities don't align with ours as a consequence we're just kind of like bulldozed to the side i mean how many how many life forms do i kill just mowing my grass like it's insane i'm mowing my grass for like two hours and i'm just thinking like this is like a mass genocide on some macro like world and i just i'm just got to mow my lawn it's kind of it's kind of fucked up but that that's exactly that's exactly what we're talking about with a hyper intelligent ai looking down on us terraforming our planet to have solar panels I guess it matters about the end game of doing that. So, like, my, my where I get kind of stuck on that is that I agree with you, and I, I see where you're coming from within that. But if it's so hyper intelligent, it has to realize the end game of replicating itself to begin with, right? What's the point of that? That's where I feel like yeah. humans are too dumb is we don't see the end game of it. That's why we have an overpopulation problem, or we I guess technically it's not an overpopulation; it's a resource management problem more yeah. than anything where ai wouldn't have that because if ai is so much higher above us on the intelligence scale it should realize the futility of doing that to begin with where that's where i get stuck on the entropy thing where it's just like if it's so smart it should realize that kind of enlightened idea of what's the point of it replicating itself to begin with because it all ends in the same thing anyway and at the end of the day everything's gonna end like it, when you get to such a high level of intelligence, like as the core concept of a being, you'd have to assume that if it reaches a certain level, it's going to understand the futility of everything. I know that's okay. kind of my point with that, where it, it maybe like if it was like just a notch above us, I could see what you're talking about, where like it's able to do that. But if it is at the lightning level you're talking about, where it's just getting smarter and smarter and smarter and smarter. It's ultimately going to lead to the same conclusions where why would it replicate itself? What's the point? What's the point of it dying anyway? It's it's just going to all result in the same thing. So I, I, I like to me, if something is that hyper intelligent, it's going to basically be just so depressed about it. It's just going to like stop existing. It's either going to destroy I, I everything totally, or stop existing. I totally understand what you're saying. That's 100% a valid point. The, I, my, the only thing my mind goes to is like the people that – do like i know we're like extrapolating on all of these like high like okay just these things that may or may not exist like yeah. this is like just thought experiments that we're layering on top of each other but the, <laughs> the other thing is is like okay well if uh 
okay, you're, I completely see your point. It's basically what would happen if we get this thing and it turns out to be a nihilist. That would suck for it at least. <laughs> but at the same time, then there's other people that like, if you want to go down like all these different theories of creation, or if you want to go down like self-replicating systems, it seems like there's constant self-organizing systems. And if you're looking at it that way, what's to say we're just not another part of that self-organizing uh, fractal that's just infinite throughout the cosm of reality and and us make we we think we're so special that we're making it what if we're just like the theory that like how how uh uh or organic compounds or whatever started to become like rna sequences and possibly interact with one another in like this primordial shelf on the earth or whatever is like because the sun's uv rays were coming through the atmosphere at a different type of thickness in the atmosphere so those uv rays were starting to randomly dislodge and lodge molecules within these sequences and it just took one that finally something started happening it started doing stuff and linking up with another one again self-organizing systems but but it's like partly arrogant of us to assume that we're not just part of that ecosystem to begin with. Like we're why in this model that we're talking about, why wouldn't we be any different than just uh, a high energy uh, particle from like a, a sunbeam knocking, uh, you know, a molecule out of a potential RNA sequence, you know, like what uh, us, you know, that old saying, like we're the biological bootloaders of, ai consciousness like what that what's to say we are we're just not another part of that self-organizing system and we're not that special like that's i think terrifying I think it's but an amazing also... point and i completely agree with you and i think that's exactly why people are depressed i would I think agree. that's the, i think that, that's yeah, the exact I, reason yeah, yeah. i think yeah. that people are too self-aware and the fact that we've lost our functionality the fact like you don't look at like a depressed monkey and if you look at it like uh, look at us as being like descendants of uh apes like that's the the general yeah. like that's well that's the thing it's like they, they have a purpose this is something i talk about a lot where it, it comes down to like meaningful work and a meaningful life and having purpose within everything you yeah. do and because of the intelligence we've reached and the way we communicate now you... is most of humanity has lost that purpose which is exactly <laughs> where being depressed comes from I 100% agree with you, Tristan. I'm sorry. I'm just, I just I don't know why he's me. laughing so hard. I don't know is either. Is it the monkey thing? Is it the is it is it the monkey thing? <laughs> yes. It's the monkey. You, know, thing. you don't okay. see a depressed monkey. monkey. You know, I'm gonna argue that. I'm gonna argue that 110%. The only reason why I you say see that sad is monkeys, you do not see depressed monkeys. I think those are different things. <laughs> Okay, you got me. You got me. You don't see people. You don't see monkeys that are sad and don't have. There's no reason to it. Where people experience things, where they just are obscenely sad and just have. The, it's not even just the sad thing. It's the it's the physical um, traits that come with it. Being tired, not thinking straight, not wanting to move. Those self destructive tendencies. You know, a lot of animals don't kill themselves. That's horrendously rare in nature, but it's immensely common in humanity. Especially when you turn up the dial of stress, once you start getting people that are forced to do things they don't want to or they feel are against their being, that's where that kind of those kinds of feelings come from. And that all comes from intelligence. That all comes from that weird thing of like 
we're not smart enough to be true nihilists across the board and we're not smart enough to be like truly zen and buddha-esque across the board we're somewhere in between but we still have so much connection to the animalistic instincts those self-replicating instincts like i love that i um if you ever seen the movie clerks they talk about how like uh, at the end of the movie the climax of the movie is if we're so fucking advanced why are we working um at a at a job where we essentially press buttons and that's how a lot of people are they think of themselves as so fucking advanced i fall into that trap every goddamn day where i do a job that could basically be done by a monkey like it, it and most of us do if you really boil it down like most people don't want to do those jobs but if you really break it down most of what we do is not that fucking hard so we have to attach all this shit to it to make us feel fucking special and then that makes us feel sad because we know we're doing it so that uh why do you play video games? You play video games to make yourself feel like you're accomplishing something. But it's that at the end of the day, it's you're still pressing buttons. You're still pressing buttons. Why do you read a book so you can put yourself in the perspective of someone that actually did something? That's why you watch TV. That's why we create these things, is to live out things that we feel like we should be doing. I powered through my Benadryl for this. <laughs> hey, I'm on the show, man. You know we're getting nihilistic. Like that's that's where this is inevitably going. Oh, I think it, it's. I think a lot of good points were made. I think we. I think we bring up a lot of these talking points a lot in like a lot of different <laughs> episodes. We we always get into this AI self aware consciousness conversation. I love it. That's <laughs> important. It was, it was so much. I, no, go ahead. No, I was just saying it was so much calmer between me and Tristan. It was great. <laughs> I'm like the bathtub episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're sitting there just freezing in the cold water. <laughs> I think they're important conversations to have nowadays because I feel like the transition of how people communicate now is so much different. And what I was talking about where people could be a lot more comfortable with their with what they do, like 50, 100 years ago, it was a lot easier to just you know live a life and not be bothered by these things. But nowadays you're shoved with so much stuff so constantly that you have to have these conversations to like have a frame of reference for even who you are, you know? Yeah. And you, yeah. you could exist without meeting more than a hundred people. And that's how most people lived their lives for thousands and thousands of years. But now thanks to this beautiful thing called the internet, we're shoved with information from billions of people constantly. People you'll never meet. Like none of us has ever met. Like Alex, you and I have probably had like, what 50 60 hours worth of conversations and i've never like been in the same room with you i don't know like oh, what it's like more to more than that what's it like uh, i you know i i deal with people on the day-to-day -day basis there's there's so much nuance in being in the same room with somebody like seeing their actual facial expressions smelling things feeling things just the vibe that is given out and you know this is such a normal thing nowadays and and you know? that's just that's a totally different frame of reference versus what people had to do 50, 60 years ago. And I, I think inherently that makes people more depressed, honestly. Two things. First, I cannot wait till the day where we all come together and do a live, awesome. like, like actual episode of everybody in the room. I think it'll be like a five hour long conversation. Second thing is like, there's, there are those people that spend like, I grew up in a small town. Like when, like, uh, elementary through high school it was uh, someplace in wisconsin but like the town was a, a thousand people and there were people in that town that had never left that town that went to school at the same school that i did 
work like now work like on like on a farm like you know doing organic stuff or they work at like the mechanic shop in town but they've never left that town they spend their entire life from the moment they're born maybe not born but like from the moment they're raised from a little kid to the moment they die never leaving that town and that is crazy that's rare for today yeah <clears throat> wow mm-hmm. i think maybe it's a little bit rare in like the western well but see here's the thing though i don't I, yes and no mm. because like if, if i think there's just like there's some small pockets in the united states where it's just like why would i leave this town it's, it has everything that i need it has everything that i want and like i there's no need for me to go anywhere else i think there's like there's still that mindset where there's like other pocket i think the further you get away from like big cities that is the mentality and well, that's why you got weird. that political polarization. Because if you ever look at, like, I don't want to get into a political conversation, but if you look at a political oh, yeah. map, that's exactly how they're drawn. What yeah. do you mean? By isolationism. If you look at people so, that are in like, smaller areas. Like the air- way they campaign? No, I'm just talking about like how politi- people politically lean. If you want to look at oh, it as uh, a straight left and right kind of thing, smaller areas of confined people lean toward the right. Once you get into big groups of people, they lean left. And it's it's defined exactly like that on a political map it's all based off like those isolated pockets just like you're talking about and those are the people that are wondered like, about that but if the people that like are leaning left within a small pocket what do they do they move to a big city the I've people that are leaning right in a big city they move to the cities. country right yeah i i've always wondered i think who maybe i was talking with with clark about this but i've always wondered why con- really condensed big old cities are always left-leaning and more spread out rural is always more on the other side of the aisle. Uh, it has to do with is. like the independence versus community thing. Cause I mean, so left and right, that's a really complicated answer just because we live in a, unfortunately a very polarized yeah. political system where they don't actually really look out for the ideals of the people that vote that way. But if you're going to look at it very broadly, if you look at left-leaning things, they look out for more community stuff because you're living with a lot of people. So that broader, bigger community matters because you're basically pulling a lot of resources together versus people that live in smaller areas. It's much more about the independent by your bootstraps. You look out for you don't and your independent family. Yeah, well, yeah, it's exactly. It's more of a libertarian kind of thing. Yeah. Where they don't want the government their stuff. They Those are people that they own their own shop. They pay for their own house. They do their own thing. They live within their family. With, and they feel like their little community can take care of themselves independently. But once you blow that up to a bigger scale, you need an entity to intervene in the management of that money, right? So if you're talking a small community, they can all just pull their resources together and help each other because there's only like a thousand people. But if you're talking like 20 million people, you need an entity to manage those resources. And the government is that entity. You know, it's crazy. It's like when I think about like talking points, it's like if you're in a big city with a lot of people, um there's not like a need for like vehicles like right because you use like transportation Mm -hmm. like buses trains so i feel it's funny because like one of the talking points is like no more like get rid of gas go electric like that's something that like the the left side of the aisle it talks about and it makes sense because if you're living in a big city you don't need like an f-150 like if everyone in the city had an f-150 oh my gosh it would be crazy so it's like it's it's really interesting when you like break down the talking points of and like you put it into that like zone where it's like the rural and like the cities and everything like that where it's yeah like you're you're on a farm you need a truck to get you to point A to point B but it's in the middle of winter an electric vehicle that'll break down I can't I can't handle that so it's it's really and I it's it's 
I don't think it's good to like not like pry or like prey on people, but it's like it's like when they I don't know, just having those talking points. When it, yeah, we can get out of the political stuff. No, 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 wait, no, wait. I want I want to hear the last part of your point though. It, it, it's just like it's it sucks and it's sad that like there are only these two like it's Lanes. either yes where it's like it's either you're all oh, in you mean you mean one or the other the polarizing yeah. aspect of okay. it yeah because yeah. I, Pretty much. I feel it yeah. because i feel like it's one of those things where it's like no matter where you like lie or like who's in charge you're hurting the other one in a sense where it's like okay yeah we can allow gas v- or you know all like gas vehicles you don't need to like there's no background checks anymore for like weapons or anything like that. Well then guess what? The cities with thousands and thousands of people now everyone has a gun and you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm not trying to get into like scream. a gun. Well, I think, I think, I think the big thing to remember that I always think I love about, guns. I, I love Colorado is a good example of that. Cause Colorado is really weird in the fact that like all of the liberally like left leaning areas are right down the center on the front range. Cause that's where all the cities are. But if you go to mm. East Colorado, it's Oklahoma and Nebraska in Texas. That's exact. It's dead opposite. I go 20 minutes east, and it is a completely different country. But they all vote the same nationally because of how the system is set up. So if you're looking at, like, political votes, it basically it's an all-or-nothing kind of thing, especially if you're looking at, like, the Electoral College. All the votes from the state count either one way or the other. There's only yeah, two like, states that them. don't. And it's, it's I, a – what? It's a – nebraska and some other one where they actually split up their votes by county um and because they get two and they can split them up how they want but like the people in eastern colorado are completely different they they have different ideologies and it works for them they're very they're very rural they're very farm-based they have completely different sets of things that work for them versus people like on the front range that live in the cities and there's nothing really i think wrong with that but the problem is when you combine those people arbitrarily by just lines someone drew 100 years ago and then all those people have to vote together on the national system and saying that that's one voice yeah. that doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever yeah i, I i've never uh like it well actually it seems more and more clear that the electoral college system is like kind of uh built as another means of control like it, it it seems like just in case uh it could like because because each county like it doesn't really matter about the counties it's like each state has so many electoral college points right and so when you're adding them all up it just doesn't make any sense to me like why a, a the popular vote would not win over uh, electoral college points because the is that by density like there's a very simple reason for that because it was written at a time when they wrote those things the country looked very differently and the north and south were basically two completely different countries like the civil war started with that that's where that came from the divides that eventually level like led to that were the fact that the north and south were completely different fucking places and they unified because of the british to basically get their independence and then they decided that they had to form a unified government because their loose confederate uh, the articles of confederation being so loose it led to so many fucking problems the whole reason the electoral college exists is because nobody could agree on anything so it was the best case scenario to get everybody to just sign the fucking document and get everyone to go home. 
That was the whole point is to just get something in writing that made it work. And in that original setup, it made sense enough. Like it, it worked okay because there was a lot of money generated out of the North based off of manufacturing because they didn't have the population, but they were right, able right. to pump a lot of money out because of their machinery. But the South was purely based off of manual labor people. Mm -hmm. So yeah. balancing those two things, that's why they made the Electoral College the way they did. But then once you start blowing it up into a modern society, it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. So, so am I – so I'm incorrect on the – on well, even for then, was it based on population density? Like how many points were awarded? Yeah. It's based off two things. So it's based off your population density, but you also get two votes um, based off your senators. That was the balancing point where even if you were like Rhode oh. Island, you still get two votes – um, the same as Virginia, the most populous area, because of uh, the the, sen the senators. So why they have the bicameral legislature. We have House of Representatives and the Senate. So no matter what, you got that balancing act between them. Um, and then at the end, but the, the really fucked up thing is the most messed up thing of the entire electoral college is one, it's a winner. Uh, winner gets all things so all the votes of the entire state all of the senators and all of the house members it's a it's a the majority rule majority rule of the that's state crazy that's so, so even crazy. if like 51 percent voted democrat and 50 49 voted republican it would still all go democrat all the votes no matter what and that is completely messed up and at the end of the day they don't have to vote that what they're doing is they're making a rep they're making a recommendation for someone to go vote on their behalf look at the 2016 electoral like actual voting it's the most messed up thing you've ever seen that it had more uh people voting against what the people actually wanted to than more than any other like time in history um, and it, it didn't like sway the actual vote, like what was going to happen still was going to happen. But the amount of people that voted for like random shit, like that's how Kanye West got an actual electoral vote that actually fucking happened. Not because anyone actually voted for him, because someone actually did it out of protest when they actually cast the ballot on behalf of their constituents. Have you seen that Sunny episode? I don't know which one. Oh, oh I, I, I saw can't... a reference. I haven't actually watched it, but I know oh, yeah, what you're reference. referring to. Um, that's interesting. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I've seen the, like the write-in ballots and everything, but it does seem to me that that is a antiquated system, especially with how like pissy everybody is lately. Mm -hmm. Woo you want to know more about this stuff? Look up the YouTube channel for Mr. Beat, B-E-A-T. He's a, okay. um, he's a civics teacher out of, uh, Kansas. He has a huge YouTube channel, and he is so nonpartisan. He breaks things down so yeah, like just from a history standpoint. Like, you cannot tell how this guy is leaning, and he is just so straightforward. And he rips apart stuff left and right, and it's amazing because he's such a history fucking buff. And Mr. he, and he even – Yeah, Mr. Beat. I, I, all the, I really recommend you watch everything he does. He breaks down every single uh, Supreme Court case. He breaks down every president. He, it just his videos are just fucking amazing, and he has so many good like recommendations on what would be better than the electoral college that make actual like legitimate sense to get people's opinion, not based off of how you actually lean, just for what the will of the people actually does to like better people. It doesn't matter what you what you think; it's just what the majority actually thinks would function. One of the funny things he believes that I always find is funny is he actually thinks, um, which I, I kind of agree with him, is that the Senate should go back to being an elitist system and not be actually uh, picked by uh, elections anymore. Because that's how the Senate originally was. It was – I can't remember who appointed them. I think it was the executive branch. They were appointed like judges were originally, 
And then one of the amendments to the Constitution actually made it so you vote for senators now. But that's not how it was originally made. The original point of senators is they were supposed to be – they were supposed to represent um, uh, the history. They were supposed to represent what the past thought versus the House of Representatives. They were supposed to move so quickly. They represented what the people were thinking of right now. And the balancing act between it was supposed to be that you don't forget where you came from, but there's a um, constant voice of what people are feeling right now. Mm. <clears throat> well, thank that you for nice. that. I, I, I subbed to him. I got a subscription. Watch, watch that dude's out. videos. They're amazing. He rips apart one of uh, the uh, the Joe Rogan with uh, fucking what's his name? Tim Pool. No, the 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 conservative talk show host. Um, Jim Jordan. No, the guy who thinks that women shouldn't have wet vaginas. Um, what? Oh, that guy. Are you talking yeah. about the guy? His that wife's was... a doctor, and she told him that women do not get wet when they're turned on. That's not a thing that happens. <laughs> That's crazy i'm not a woman and i know that's false like what but she's what? a doctor listen to her. that's crazy wait is, does he have a beard and the glasses no what's his fucking name he's a squirrely looking motherfucker and he's smart as shit too like he's not a dumb dude uh what's his fucking name i, I think i know um, who you're talking about he's super smart he's not he's not a dumb guy he's just very um he so what he does and what what Mr. Beat does is he breaks down the entire conversation and talks about all the logical fallacies they use because he has an example of every single logical fallacy that exists in the entire conversation. And it's beautiful to watch because he basically um, points down that even though this guy's a super intelligent dude, he's pointing out that all of his arguments are based in just bullshit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm it's, trying to see if there's like a thumbnail that I would It's like the wired he, he does or something. Um, uh, oh, okay. I think I'm thinking of someone else then. There, there's another guy that also makes um, – well, I mean that's part of the reason everybody knows about it. Whenever you make like the boldest uh, hardliner like stance on anything, it, it it's like a, a short rise to the top like as a personality or to be bankable as a personality. So um, you're, what you're saying is if we make a Ben a Shapiro, that's the dude I'm talking about. Ben Shapiro. Oh, Ben Shapiro. That dude. <laughs> Benny boy. Huh. That guy. But what yeah, you're saying is stupid, though. So, don't so yeah. if we make some outrageous statement right now, you're saying we could skyrocket to the top? Well, you've got to double down and triple down on it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Never relent. Yep. So, like, Man, rocks, I, have, I, rocks have no, feet? Rocks have feet. No, it has to be a well, controversial be, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's got to be something that gets oh, okay. someone fired up. You know what I mean? Like it has to be something that you know is gonna piss someone off. <laughs> There's Dude, so many things I could say you, right man. now. I know, but Bastis <laughs> yeah. is amazing. <laughs> what What would be controversial that wouldn't get us in trouble? But I, I have so I could say so many things. You guys are like, <laughs> I got him. I got him lined up. Oh. <coughs> but yeah, we could, uh, that could be that could be after hours. It could be uh, that's effing weird. After hours, it's our highest after, paid tier on Patreon. After or, uh, hours. Yeah, where 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 I go uncensored. Okay. Well, you could cut it. You could cut it right here. Oh, what's your most controversial? Uh, Oh, please don't put Thought. me on the spot like this. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm not, I'm not, no, there's on reporters blast. on. I'm not, no, no.
<laughs> He's so no, no, sleepy. Those, those are <laughs> remaining mysteries. I had I had an Ambien, okay? I'm not I'm not liable for what I said. All right, Roseanne. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, I I think this was a I think it was a very good talk today. I think it was yeah. I think it was good. Was really got good. off got off the original concept, but I'm happy with that. The best one to do. I think what was I, the original? I, I, it was supposed to be about aliens and God. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I which, had, I I was gonna say, which I mean, we, we we stayed on like the alien, like we we touched a little bit on uh, on God, and then we just we just kind of went with aliens, and then it went to AI, and now we're it's <laughs> yeah, it's oh, I love it, like, yeah, Roseanne. <laughs> I'll, I'll put Roseanne, just her face peeking in on the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, uh. she uh, she hosted uh, a Kill Tony recently. It was hilarious. No way. Yeah, it really? was one of their more recent ones. It was wild. I just that show has so such good energy. I love it. Mm. Um, but but on the topic of God and aliens, it's funny that <laughs> you guys like ran. I like I like sleepily come onto the podcast, and you guys are like, these are our topics. Nothing, sh- you know, nothing crazy hardcore. Uh, but I posted a video today that was like uh, alien related. I'll, I'll read you the comments. It descended into this very quickly. Uh, all right, comments. Uh, Trump, Trump is the Antichrist. Elon is the false prophet. Uh, this is the way. Um, and then he just kept. Oh yeah, God prevails over all. And then, and then this other dude was like, you know, this is creepy pasta, right? And uh, it it was just it just it became into this like weird. Uh, uh, God Antichrist comment section real fast, and I was like, "What I, is going on?" I don't know if these like, people are bots or not. That's like every Reddit comment thing. Like there will be a video of like someone like showing the progression of like them doing pull ups for yeah. like a year. It's like prayer one hands. month. What's up? Prayer hands. Oh, prayer. <laughs> and, and it's just like, what was it? Um. Like someone, oh, the the one that I had seen was like, it was talking about some sort of like, like they were just like honoring like the women in the military and she had her helmet on, but like no, like the chin strap wasn't like buckled and all of the comments in there was like how messed up she looked because like she wasn't wearing the uniform properly. Nothing to do with like, like, uh, like what the actual yeah. thing was supposed to be about, but that's like every Reddit comment section, just like it just here's what's supposed to be and we're going this way <laughs> wow no huh. well so i don't like yeah, comment com- sections for that reason comments are, they can be brutal i don't like to read them most of the time for for that reason it's just like oh, i like, love I, I always think like oh they're gonna talk about what this is or where it's from and then it's just like i don't know what the fuck is going on here okay <laughs> this isn't what i was I, okay cool i'm gonna move on to the so, next one Speaking of the comment section, you as the audience member, we would love to hear from you. <laughs> you know, at, at some point, there there has been a couple of people that have commented a few times. I think it was uh, the on the YouTube Dirty. channel with um uh, the Chris Watts episode. 
someone was like, you have no idea what you're talking about. And I <laughs> wanted them the to Jody laugh. Arias one, too. Those are the only <laughs> comments all the we get. Are people just being like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You should stop. So I guess that is Please. feedback. <laughs> but I want them to elaborate just a little bit. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah, that's not how the case went. Or like, you're missing a piece. It's just like, you suck. No, that's how like... Construct- that's how that's how <laughs> negative comments work. I get those all the time at work, and like I have to respond to them, and I call them, and they never fucking reach back. They'll rip you yeah. apart, and you're just like, "Hey, tell me what I can do better." And they're like, "Nah, no." <laughs> yeah. I was drunk see, at two a.m. and just wanted to tell you to fuck off. They see that's why I always try to be like, uh, like not get super mad, like when you're calling like the credit card company or like you know like something like it's yeah. not their fault. And like if you work in like the like any sort of customer service industry, like I props to you. Like you deal with the most like angry people in the world. There has been one time I lost my shit on them one time. And I I do, I do customer service for a living. So it's very rare for me, but there was one time I lost my shit on somebody. Um, and I will tell you about it right now. I had, I will tell, I will tell this story because I, I felt bad that I went off on them, but I felt completely justified for being so angry about this. (laughs) I wake up one day and my internet is turned off, which is not working. And I'm like, well, that's fucking annoying. But, you know, I used to do like uh, internet tech work before. So it's like, okay, just I know the things to run through. So I start looking at it and I just cannot get the fucking thing to work. And I check my email and I get a discontinued service email saying that I canceled my service. I'm like, I didn't cancel shit. So, okay. <laughs> and this has happened before. Um, it's it's not the first time. And like last time I had it, I just called them being like, hey, I didn't do this. Can I just get it turned back on, please? I'm like, well, that's weird. Sure. Happy to do it. Mm. Easy peasy. It took me, you know, it took a while to get through to the people, but like other than just sitting on hold for 15 minutes, it wasn't a big deal. So whatever. So I sit on hold waiting for them. I finally get through to somebody. And uh, same kind of thing. They're like, well, I got the service cancellation from like, I didn't do it. I don't know what's from. Can I just get this thing turned back on? They're like, okay, but the plan you're on doesn't exist anymore. So you either need to downgrade your service for the same price or upgrade it and pay more money. And I'm like, no, I didn't cancel this. I just want what I had this morning that's in a contract that I didn't cancel. Like, oh, well, that doesn't exist anymore. So I asked the lady, I'm like, what if I, if you didn't receive the cancellation request that didn't exist, I'd have the same service at the same speed, right? And she's like, yes. Well, I didn't send the cancellation request, so can I just get the same service at the same price again? She's like, no. Okay, so this is different, I feel like. I feel like she was, like, being, you know, like, she was not being helpful, I feel like, in that sense. Continue, though. She was polite as hell, but I just, I, I kept, I went back and forth with her, like, over and over again, just explaining it. It's just like, you understand that this doesn't make any sense, right? Like, I did not send this to you. I'm just asking for what I had this morning. I don't understand why I have to make a choice here if I didn't cancel it. It wasn't up for renewal. This came out of nowhere. This is a glitch in your system. I'm just wanting what I had this morning. And I don't understand why I can't get back to that. And she just she just couldn't grasp it. And there was a language barrier, as you can imagine. But she was not grasping what I was telling her. So then I got very upset and very mad and demanded a supervisor. And it must have been, like, the dude sitting next to her because I swear to God, it was the same fucking conversation. And I'm like, this was at a point where, like, I threw my back out because I have some back issues sometimes. So I was, like, home from work. I was not feeling good. I was in a lot of pain. And I just fucking lost it on this dude. Like, I just 
fucking lost it and just started yelling and just being like, you're going to give me this back. Blah, 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 blah. And I wasn't, it was pointless. I wasn't going to get what I got. So at the end of the day, I just told him like, fine, just fucking downgrade it. I'll just pay the same price I'm paying for slower fucking speeds. Fuck you. And then they gave me two free months. Oh, okay. Well, there's a little light at the end of the tunnel. No, I'm still livid about it. I was so fucking angry because it's just the principle of the matter. It's just like if if there was like a renewal and it was just like, okay, we changed our thing now. And like it's the year up, your contract's up, things have changed. It's annoying, but I can live with that. But there's a glitch in their system that canceled my service. And then I had to choose between like now I had to make that decision like preemptively or like not preemptively. I just based off of like an error that they had. That's what pissed me off. Where it's just like, I know you have the ability to retroactively do that. I've worked in these kind of systems before, and I know if I go high enough to, like, enough bosses, I can get that service back. I, I yep. know that's a fucking thing. So yep. you know you guys made a mistake. Can we just get to that point, please, without me yeah. screaming at you? But no, you have yep. to scream at them to get there. And it's just like, that's, <laughs> oh, it fucking made me, st- I was just, God damn it, just, God damn it. <laughs> Now he's mad God again. <laughs> now I'm not. And it wasn't their fault. It was just they were not trained enough to understand what I was saying. That's what just made yeah. me so upset. It was just like I'm very eloquently explaining to you what the problem is and how to fix it, but you just, just I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm I am brutal to those people on the phone. Uh, I will, I will, I will answer spam numbers that I've, I've, I recognize and go on a long winded rants on wh- how they haven't disseminated the information amongst themselves that this number and I do not own a 1208 Walnut Drive. And even if I did, no, I don't want to sell it to you and, and take how, what is take me off your list mean to you and and how many times do i have to block this organization's number anyway so they they call me like and and they've they've started doing this thing where they'll call me and then they'll call me like immediately back on the other number they'll they'll, like do a double take and just be like (laughs) i don't know it's like they have like this mission to just piss me off (laughs) you ever answer those those sarcastically because i'll do that sometimes no, I'm just mean. You don't do that. Oh, those are, yeah, I'll do that stuff. Or just like, you know, you know, Sal's sex shop, how can I help you? <laughs> See, I, I, you know, what's weird is I feel more, I feel bad, uh, like, wasting their time rather, I, but, like, the ranting makes me feel good. So I think I just default to the rant. But I don't know. I mean, I'll try it your way. Maybe, maybe I can record it. I can have, like, a little soundboard here. Ooh. I can give you guys updates. Yes. Yeah. We could just do oh, like a, a Ken Kniff thing. I don't know. You ever see? You ever listen to the original Eminem albums? Uh, like the first couple that he did. Not all. Not like like back like from beginning song to end song. Just like oh, he had skits in there where it. he would do this thing where he'd call his friends as Ken Kniff from Connecticut, oh. um, and he would just say the most like perverted, fucked up things that he could possibly think of in like yeah. this creepy ass voice to his friends. <laughs> Look them up. They're him. fucking hilarious. They figured oh, well. it out eventually. They 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 yeah. figured it out eventually. Um, but yeah, he has like a whole rant about like uh, cause he had that um beef with ICP, so he used that character mm. to just like make all kinds of just they're they're dirty even by the fucked up standards <laughs> I have. 
it's but they're <laughs> fucking hilarious. They're they're just so good. You know, I have these Mormons that keep calling me, and <laughs> I made the mistake of entertaining one of them. I've uh, done that before. I've and, done that before. Yeah, and and I went into the whole thing, and uh, and we had like a great conversation, but um, shortly after that sister left and then these new girls started calling me on my number and i'm like i'm not gonna say her name but i was like is this sister such and so and it was like no this is sister blah and sister blah and and i I was like well i'm really only interested in how sister blah is doing and Mm -hmm. and uh and so uh they left me this voicemail that I want, I really do want, because I know what you're talking about, those voicemail things. Like, uh, there's a, a bunch of those kind of skits on uh, the Chronic album. And mm-hmm. I want to make, like, a really hardcore uh, hip-hop album, but but start it off with these girls' voicemail. Because it totally just sounds like two chicks, <laughs> like, hey, Seth, uh, this is Sister Whatever. We're in the area. We just got here. We would love to meet you. But I want to, like, take that. And I've already, like, saved the audio. But I want to put that in and just have, like, some beats come in. You could help me with that. You could help me with some beats. <laughs> you ever hear the band I Hate Kate? No, uh-uh. they're I think they're a local band, um, so you may not know of them. But they were called I Hate Kate, um, and it was named after uh, one of the, the I think the singer's ex girlfriend, whose name was Kate. Uh-huh. So on like their fourth album, they have a skit where it's Kate calling the lead singer because she found out about the band. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, I said to say. Changed the name after that to Darling Thieves because she sued them. What? Oh wow! Yep. I like, Is that considered like slander? Something? Yeah, uh, something like that. But like that, it's on YouTube. You can find that because it was on the album. They put the voicemail on the fucking album um, of her just like getting so like, "I hate Kate." That's fucking ridiculous. Like it's, oh, it's so fucking funny. I, but I feel like you could fight that where it's like, no, we're not talking about you. Kate is like a generic name. Like if it was like Kate and then last name, got it. But if it was just like Kate, just that Kate, you know? I think it was I, after I they posted the voicemail they had to change it. <laughs> that might have narrowed Because I down. think the that, album yeah. was still called I Hate Kate, and then they put the voicemail in there, and then uh, they had to change it. <laughs> okay. Because that's a little damning. Yeah, I mean, just you just gotta change the pitch in the voice to make it sound like a man. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> I, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Your band. Wow, that was your ex girlfriend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, look, he's Seth. Seth is losing it now. <laughs> no, I'm not. But I'm, I'm, I had a treat here, and now it's like gone. right here just pacing around the room this no stop it i this is this is like a whole thing and it was gonna be so great forget it i'll do it later i'll do it like the next what am i there's something i'm thinking of is a cartoon where an old lady died and then a bunch of cats like went inside her body and moved her around and like, oh. what am I thinking of? What am I thinking of? Well, I have no like an idea. old lady meat puppet with cats. Inside. Yeah, with cats in it. <laughs> Don't say I got meat a... puppet. That's the perfect way to put that, though. 
I just have a feeling that one day we'll come on and that's exactly what we'll find of Seth. It's just a bunch of cats just working him like a puppet. It's like when in, in South Park where they like stack on each other to uh, be uh, Gordon Ramsay. But it's like, not like cats just like, hey, Yo, dude, shit. Yo, shit. <laughs> wait, all right, wait, hold on. Oh, oh, gosh, that's hilarious. His cats have been all over him this entire episode. Just, like, crawling on him, fighting in the background. I'm going to have to, like, take clips of this and put it on YouTube. What am I thinking of? Because it was, like, super disturbing, too. Because, like, the old woman was dead. And, like, she still had, like, the cats made her go about her day. And I think she falls in love with somebody. And, like, she that goes on a like... date. What is that's, that? It's an that adult cartoon. Like, it's it's an yeah. adult cartoon. That sounds like a salad finger type type thing. This is extremely frustrating. You good? What are you looking for? What are you doing? Oh, it's a Rick and Morty bit, I think. Oh. Yeah, Dead Cat Lady Rick and Morty. It was a Rick and Morty bit. That's right. Oh, okay. Hmm. I don't remember what episode, but it was definitely it was definitely a Rick and Morty bit, which mm. I haven't watched that show in a while. And have you seen new episodes? Because there's new episodes out now since the 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 thing happened. I don't well, watch I, it. No, I, I feel like it's not going to be as funny. No, I uh, I haven't watched it in the last like the last season I watched wasn't as good, so I just kind of stopped. What what happened? Like what was the one of the creators got... got arrested for like domestic abuse and kidnapping. Jesus, what the heck, really? Yeah, and like he just they fired him, and he does the voice of Rick and Morty. Oh, so like, did they have to they had to find someone that did like has yeah. the same voice for? Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, they I forget who they hired, but they hired someone who like does a really good like version of it. And um, I don't know if there's new episodes out for it, or if they're still working on it, or what's going on. But they're still doing. They're it... still making the show. I just they got rid of like one of the core creators of mm -hmm. it. That worries me, and the I'm so I can I feel like I'll be able to tell it's someone else, and it will like take me out of it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Whenever even even in with the same actors, when you go through animated seasons of whatever, the really early ones they haven't honed in the voice. It's kind of yeah. hard to watch, like mm -hmm. that kind of thing. That that's actually something with South Park that I've noticed because yeah. I'm a huge fan so of like different. seasons five through like eleven, twelve. But yeah. these, like, I I I watched like a couple highlight clips on YouTube because I'll stumble upon them, and just like the the kids don't sound anything like I remember. Like Stan or Stan's dad obviously sounds the same because it's just I think it's just uh, his normal uh, voice. Matt, yeah, it's just his normal voice. But it's like it's just the voices have changed so much. I can't watch the newer stuff. It's there's something off about it for me. So. Well, the pitch change is a little different, too, because that's actually not them making the voices. It's basically them doing a voice kind of like it, but they actually pitch up and speed up all the voices. Yeah. Yeah. So they, I don't know. They must. But their voices, like, I mean, just over time, your voice does change. Shit. They've been on for like 30 plus years. Not almost. quite that long, but like it's in the upper 20s at this point. Yeah. Because they've been on for a long time. 30 plus years. Simpsons, Simpsons is 30 plus. Yeah. Isn't it in the, like almost in the forties? And those now? early seasons are really fucking weird. You ever go watch like the first couple seasons of The Simpsons? 
they're yeah. fucking strange, man. They're uh-huh. yeah, like Bart. Like whenever they do the eye gag, like uh, like the old Looney Tunes. Well, so what was it? They uh, someone broke down uh, Homer as like the character and like how he's changed over the years. Like he was first like a normal caring dad, yeah. and then like it changed into like Peter Griffin. Yeah, like. Eventually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's just like, and, and then the, now he's just like a slapstick kind of. It's almost like the Stan's dad type thing. Like earlier seasons yeah. of South Park, Stan's dad, he's not like this goofball, like plasma ghost. Yeah, he's just a geologist, normal dad, and then it's just like it's. Yeah, I don't know, but I guess you have to do that. You have to keep reinventing yourself and coming up with new stuff. So well, they also honed in the characters more. I mean. At least with South Park, I, I think um, they really just explored those characters a lot better over time. Um, Homer just became just funny. It just that that was just funnier. I think they got a better response from that, and he just kind of became mm-hmm. a caricature of himself. But yep. like, I guess with South Park, it just became less about the kids because they got bored of that, so they started exploring Stan's dad and stuff like yep. that, and they started to kind of find these little niches. And Stan's dad just ended up being fucking hilarious to to yep. use because he's just. I think Bat Dad is probably one of my favorite ones. I love that part of it. <laughs> well, I thought this is America. This is not America. <laughs> Very good. Uh, he just ultimately is Lord at the end. Lord, like Lord, his, Lord, Lord. I am Lord. His character arc. Uh, <laughs> he's my favorite character in that show, man. I, I love South Park. I haven't watched the newer seasons, though. I, 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 I kind of like, I tuned off the, the last the last few. I haven't even seen the new yeah. movies or anything. The okay, well the the uh, the COVID one is. I saw the great. first one because there's like a second one, but I saw the first one. I think it's part funny. Th- well, I think it's isn't it part three? I think there's part three parts. Uh, I saw the first one of them because I know they think that when they first introduced the COVID thing, that's uh, that's the only one I've seen. I've I don't know how many parts there are after that. It's either two or or two or three, but. Um, the new season, the most recent season is good. It's just that the first one made me really worried. Like structurally, it was so off and I had no idea what was going on. It didn't make any mm. sense. First episode this season, then it, they got in their groove again and everything was just like South Park. But the first episode was a little rough. I remember getting really worried, like, God, this is probably like six, seven years ago now when they did that season, um, it was when I was watching it live back on like cable TV, but there was like a, there's a season they started where it was the one where like Stan got like super fucking depressed and like every episode yes. was super sad and like, yes, like Stan's just like everything he listens to just sounds like <laughs> kind of stuff. It and sounds, it's like it Adam shit. Sandler is, and it's like the Jack and Jill, they're making fun of that. And like, yes. it's, and like the whole Rob season Schneider's is like a stapler. <laughs> it's not that bit but it's it's kind of like that we're just like the whole season is this vibe of just like are they just like done with this show because like everything's well, super depressing well i think they, that was the thing was their contract was coming up yep and it was I think yeah. It, yeah and i think they were maybe like are we done are we not done like do we want to continue yeah. this or do we not because like i remember like i was like holy shit they're gonna stop south park and like i was like no but yeah, I do remember that. It was just like every season, every ep- or almost like it was like for two or three episodes. It was yep. just like, what are they doing? Yep. And it was towards it, the end. It was know? so depressing. Like it wasn't even funny. It was just like, Mm-mm. oh, South Park is yeah. going away. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. They just don't even want to do it. Because, like, everything felt like a metaphor for creating the show is how it, like, came yeah. across. Where, like, all the kids' depression and being sad, it just came across like the creators were just not enjoying the show anymore. And it just, yeah. I remember it just being so fucking depressing. I was so mad. It'd be interesting to, like, see, like, their perspective if it was just like, no, we just wanted to make an episode like this. Or if it was, like, them toying with, like, yeah, we, like, we were... We were depressed because the show might have been coming to an end. So we like we because I feel like artists do that. They put whatever they're feeling into like their work at the time. Like Dr. Seuss, my wife loves Dr. Seuss and like looking at some of his paintings, like not the like the book, like the, mm-hmm. like the book stuff is like it's insane. Just like real dark stuff, stairways that go like to nowhere. And there's just like a single like it looks like a who is just in the middle of nowhere and it's just like there's just this weird energy like feeling to it if you've never seen like dr seuss art like his some of those other stuff i suggest looking into it and it's really dark yeah he was a crazy dude because he hated writing kids books he hated children he did not like them at all no seriously he did not like children it was just the one thing he did that sold um mm-hmm. and so he just kind of got stuck in this niche that he hated doing but every book for him was like a fucking slog. Yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing if Mr. Rogers secretly just hated kids? That but that's what so sold. Funny. Like that's <laughs> yeah. what he was good. Like he was just like yeah. uh, uh, like weirdly good. You can good do at, like... the zipper thing. You do it good, man. <laughs> Get out there under those lights. I'm tired of this. I would. I, it's hard to believe that with him because he did so much like outside of the show for yeah. like education and like kids because he was really involved like in the government like trying to get like the Department of Education like he he went I think before Congress a couple of times, yeah. um like to advocate for those kinds of things. So I mean, if he really didn't like kids, that motherfucker played the long con like no one's business. Did you guys ever hear the? Uh, I I don't know if this is true or not. I think I think part of it is, but that he was a Navy SEAL in the uh the navy yeah and like the reason why he wore sweaters and long sleeves all the time was because he was just like all tatted up and just like just a (laughs) badass i don't know if that's true uh, see i've heard he was a sniper in fact family in fact family guy also made a skit where it's like almost when you know mr rogers and blah 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 and then it does a cutaway and it's like it's a beautiful thing. He's like in World War II. And, but like that's been like the urban legend. And I've heard like back and forth like, no, that's not real. Yes, this is real. I don't know what's real. Did you ever hear that uh, Bob Ross was an excessively yes. violent uh, drill sergeant? Yes, 100%. He like was, he was yeah. super brutal too. Like he had a reputation yep. as being a badass. And then he just really got really obsessed with this one artist who basically did the Bob Ross style. And he became obsessed with it. And he just decided to be an artist, and he just kind of developed this calm demeanor out of it. But, yeah, he was, like, a super intense drill sergeant for the Army. <laughs> it was the Air Force. It Air, was Force. The Air Force, thank you. Thank you. You're right. Yep. Happy yep. trees. Happy trees. I used to watch that guy when I was a kid. He would, he would like – it was, like, early ASMR. It was, like, yeah. OG ASMR. He's like, he's, like, happy trees, and he's, like, flicking the thing. Remember when he had that little pan in the <laughs> – under the easel, <laughs> yeah, just beat the devil out of it. Just beat the devil out of it. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh. Uh, and I heard that he was an alien. Oh, we just went full circle. There we go. There we go. No, hiding man. something There's in that hair. Be half to him, man. He had a very serious head of hair. Like it was mm-hmm. a serious do. He just no. had like the the ultimate fro, man. Like yeah. 
That's some pro business. <laughs> like in the late 80s, early 90s, man. That's, he was rocking it. Yeah, he always kept it, kept it nice. Hell yeah, man. Did you guys ever know anyone uh, with an afro growing up? I knew one dude with an afro. He rocked the fuck out of it. There like was a, a really short one. I, I knew a guy. There was a kid in my high school. He was a he was a farmer though. It was the <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Like he would drive his uh, electric or not electric, but he would drive his like lawnmower to school. <laughs> and nice. He just had this fro, and he was a wrestler too. So I'm he would like put wa- a water boy with a fro. <laughs> That's essentially what it was. <laughs> oh. I had this buddy growing up, he was a, um, they were, his parents were mixed race and he had a twin brother and it was the mm-hmm. funniest thing. Cause his brother was black and he was white. Weird. Uh, and it was the white kid that had the most luxurious fro you've ever fucking seen. Like in middle school, this kid grew it out like gigantic and it was beautiful and glorious. And he rocked it like all the way through school, but it was the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. Because it's like you would never guess they were twin brothers. Because they just looked mm-hmm. at they literally looked nothing alike. Um, the the white the white kid was super tall. He had a big afro, just paler than me. And then mm-hmm. the um, his brother who was black was just like this short little black kid, and it just looked yeah. absolutely nothing alike. And they just were just different opposites. people too. Yeah, their personalities yeah. were nothing alike either. Like they were just like the most different people you could possibly imagine. Yeah. I saw a Reddit post on something like that where uh, essentially the same thing. Uh, there was a redheaded – was she had red hair, like whites. Uh, I think – I don't remember the color of the eyes. But and then, yeah, it's just like her twin sister was like just the completely opposite brown. Just – it's crazy. It's And it's like a one out of like trillion or like one out of like a billion that that happens, especially like I, twins. I knew these twins, these two dudes at this camp that I went to, and uh, they couldn't look more identical or act identical. It was really weird. Like those movies where like they're in sync and all that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. these guys were in sync with each other. It was very strange. Uh, but that's the only thing I can remember is just like meeting like very identical twins. It was crazy. Um, it's weird, it, like figuring out like who in Hollywood has a twin. Like the girl from mm-hmm. uh, Sarah 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 Connor, um, in the yeah, she has an movie. identical twin. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't and Jim Carrey have a twin, like a fraternal, and he has like palsy or something? Ooh, I think it's Jim Carrey. Maybe that that yes, probably. I think it's. I think I've heard that. That's crazy. I've never heard that. He's fraternal, then, so he's, he's, they don't look alike. But he, yeah, he's. Huh. Yeah, I don't think, he's not mentally disabled, but he's physically disabled. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Who else? There was a uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, guy, he has an identical twin a, brother. That's right. Yeah, apparently he has a twin. Uh, have you guys seen the deep fake on uh, Napoleon Dynamite? You know when when what? Joe is, like, man, I could I could throw a ball over that mountain. Yeah, and yeah. he's like eating the steak on the on the step with what's his face. <laughs> they the they did a they did a perfect deep fake of arnold schwarzenegger his face and he's just like i could throw the ball over the mountain and it, it was so good did you, did you ever see the deep fake thing of arnold schwarzenegger and sylvester stallone doing scenes from stepbrothers yes oh well, yes no. i've seen Austin it's the, powers the, it's like with the one where like, he pulls out the like a uh, samurai sword or whatever it's like whose signature is that pretty recognizable <laughs> 
<laughs> That's amazing. I, I, have I do. I do like the Austin Powers one where he's like, I would call him Mini Me. Do <laughs> <Yes>. you <laughs> want an ego? <laughs> um, and then they do another one with uh, Sylvester Stallone with Home Alone, and they call it uh, Stone Alone. Or it's, oh, yes, yes. And he, like, oh, it's so funny. They put his face on Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Mom, dad. <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, man. Oh, man. Deep fakes are getting intense. Those are, yeah, those are getting intense, man. Have you seen all those? Scary. Have you seen all those YouTube videos popping up where it's just like um, Pokemon, but as a 1980s uh, yeah. dark fantasy film? Yes. I love those. Those are so cool, aren't they? Yes. I oh I love the like the Batman, Lord of the Rings, um oh they did like they redid Star like Wars. Do you see the Family Guy one? There's like Family uh-huh. Guys in yes. eighty sitcom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I have seen that one. <laughs> oh, those things those are, are fucking good. hilarious. Those are just like AI things, right? That they're just like yeah. putting them into an AI generator. Yeah. Mid journey. Yep. Oh, and they're they're everywhere now though. Like they didn't exist, like I think three months ago now i every time i open my feed on youtube i'm finding new ones well, what's and crazy what, no go ahead that's sorry. what you were i was gonna say that's what you were talking about seth well what's crazy is is like mid journey 5 came out yesterday and the it's incredible so like the stuff we do for uh, uh clips or whatnot that it's so much better now it looks like the, like the cocaine bear thing so it look mm-hmm. everything just looks so much more photorealistic but what's really cool is that is you can um now like start to take several different angles of of the same so in mid journey 5 there's an ability to rotate the same face like you can get uh outputs of the same face at different angles and so then you can start messing with stuff in blender or unreal engine or deep faking stuff further or whatever like the the tie-ins to all all these different separate cool things are all tying into one another. It's insane. Like they just released a, a plugin. Like no, I think it's native now in Blender. That's a uh, stable diffusion like plugin. Like there's a there's a place where you can like generate textures. It's insane. So that is YouTube videos are going to get a lot more intense now. Like just like independent ones. I think people are going to really step up that because there's a lot of YouTube videos. Remember the remember the era where like they wouldn't actually have a camera on; it'd just be pictures of stuff, yeah. and like they'd be able they just like have like a written script and like those videos are huge. A lot of top ten channels do that. A lot of creepy kind of pasta ones do that. Mm-hmm. But now those same guys can basically just start doing AI generated videos that they're just talking over. Yeah, and they can get really specific if it's yep. like, oh, I was going over the mountain on a very snowy day with the curve looking like this. They'll be able to. Yeah, remember these two these two like stock images and they were all blurry and shitty before yeah. but yeah now they're going to be like these hd recreations of their script like they're going to pump their script into like an ai generator and just have it perfect yep. yeah and yep. all you have to do like if you don't like the look of one mountain say like professional like uh tungsten lighting and add that as a prompt in with your descriptor sentence but then now the next thing to look out for which is going to blow everybody the next thing that will blow everybody away in terms of ai like imaging will be we got 
text to image is like 85% there. Uh, next is uh, text to video. And they've already, like, Google's AI is doing a great job. Like, uh, they typed in teddy bear washing dishes. And it's, it were like a uh, whatever surfing. And it's it's that. Now, it's really rough around the edges right now. But it's in, like, alpha. Like, they haven't even, that's not, the, the public's not even training it yet or, or having any input. So imagine all of these scenarios, but text to video and like you can make all your own tiny movies. It's going to be insane. It would be crazy to do our podcast because like uh, there's a the program that we use, the dub, the, uh, one of them is dub media and it will give us our entire transcript. Mm -hmm. So just to highlight that, put that into this generator and then like see what it comes up with. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be insane. <laughs> that would be. So is it, is it pretty accurate? Like all the transcripts? Uh, yes and no. Like there will be some words. Like if I say like y'all and like, or like, like that, just like me kind of like stuttering, it, it tries to figure out what uh, you're saying. Yeah. So like ship, or if I say shit, it might replace shit with ship. <laughs> and vice versa so like you you're reading the text and i'm like oh that doesn't make any fucking sense and it's like i was oh, walking okay. on a shit yesterday <laughs> yeah. what exactly so i'd be interested what ai is going to start doing with like because if you could get like a, a good ai program and just rip loops from splice uh, you ever seen that program before it's a mm -hmm. so it's um basically like a uh service you can subscribe to to download um loops and just uh samples that other people make so like people spend all day making like synth lines in this key and they upload the sample to splice and or just like a guitar line organic stuff and you can basically download all these and that's what a lot of electronic artists actually use for what they do is they combine and alter these things and that's how they build their music it's just these giant sample libraries i mean a lot of people build things organically too but a lot of people don't as well i mean it's or they use elements of it to get it started um and they're all like coded for what the tempo is the key they're all super adjustable with modern software so it wouldn't be that hard to have like an ai just pull from something like that and then just based off a couple of prompts build fucking anything because most of the basic kind of music for that like the construction of it is not that hard um, it it wouldn't be like mixed perfectly or like absolutely perfect, but I mean like a lot of images aren't probably going to be as quite cr like crisp as if someone did it by hand, like going through and adjusting things. I mean they're they're very very good and they're probably very pretty, but if you actually get like an actual graphic artist in on a lot of those things and you tell them to do it organically, they're still probably going to be better. But you can get away with a lot of crap. What's funny is like these AI generated pictures, like the when they do hands, they'll have like two extra fingers or like yeah. when the people are smiling they have like 70 teeth like <laughs> the top row it's just like what like and it's weird because like the at first it's like oh okay it's people at a party wait how many fucking fingers does that person have and then it's like what it's just it's just weird so mm -hmm. uh tristan have you seen any of the uh ai generated music little bits but they're i don't know they're it just sounds like entry-level music it just sounds like no yeah like that kind of stuff because there's, there's there's people okay. that do that like there's a lot of youtube artists like you'll find stuff like that and like um you, you should look up this guy uh bishu um he does a lot of these where he'll kind of like ask people to do remixes or stuff and he'll like produce stuff live like on stream um 
and he's he, he uses a lot of samples, but he's really good at like making stuff himself. And he'll, he'll every once in a while, I'll be like, he'll send out like, oh, make a remix of this, and he'll get them back and like play them on his YouTube channel. And like you can tell the people that are basically just like taking samples and then just combining them and not really like creating music themselves. They're just kind of more acting like a DJ assembling pieces rather than really producing it from the ground up. Mm-hmm. You you can tell. Like it's it's very obvious. Um so I mean a lot of the AI generated music sounds like it sounds like that. It, it just sounds like they literally what that is is they're just taking the pieces and putting them together based off of, you know, formulas for what music should sound like rather than doing it for taste. Yeah, there's a there's a guy on YouTube that I can't remember if, if he's has like this constant live stream going, but he has like this record. He's like a record holder for uh, producing the, the most amount of heavy metal songs. And it's like <laughs> this crazy, intricate heavy metal. And it's all AI. He's got like all these different parameters and he just keeps cranking out like endless amounts of metal music. And it's pretty nuts how what, <laughs> what it sounds like. But I just thought it was great that it was like this one specific kind of music. It's just like really <laughs> hyper fast drums, and it's great. That music is a lot easier than you'd think it is, too. Like the hyper fast metal. Like on the face of it, a lot of it sounds really complicated, but fast music like that is not as hard. It's it's hard to play because it's a technical thing, but it's really not the as Dragon hard. Force? Are that should yeah, like to to write that kind of stuff is easy as pie. Like that's actually it was not the hardest hard. thing on Guitar Hero. So. True. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're just like doing big. They're just doing big scales. They're just doing big runs. They're just crank. They're just cranking up the speed on them. And like the whole artistic aspect of them comes from the speed. I remember watching uh, an interview with them. Like when they were talking about writing that, it's just like literally the guitar player is just like, well, a lot of bands they'll just do. Well, us as a band, we want to go. And it's just arbitrarily making things complicated for the sake of making them complicated. That doesn't make it good. And like picturing that as a spinal tap interview. It's kind of how it fucking comes across, to be honest with you. That's really how it comes across. And you know, they're they're great musicians, they're great players and stuff like that. But like just from an artistic standpoint, I like just being complicated to be complicated. That's not art. That's just showing off. Like that's not that's just not art, man. Like the Dewey Cox. I need a hundred didgeridoos. A hundred didgeridoos. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fucking goat that's in there. He finds the building's like resonant frequency. <laughs> um guys, it is almost well, it's not almost, but I'm like 40 minutes away from uh, it being 3 a.m. Um, now, this is the other thing I wanted to ask, uh, Alex. <laughs> yes. That I don't think I've ever seen your room you uh, podcast in yep. out, uh, outside of my normal time frame. There's a window in there, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Because wow. no- normally, pod- normally when we podcast, it is either like – two o'clock in the morning <laughs> or it's like yeah it's like what your experience right now is typically my hat my hat is off to you but yeah um yeah it's i do have a window in my two windows actually they're uh right next to each other you know what Whoa. there's one of them look at that look at that Whoa. yeah i've never oh, seen man. any more of that room and that it's kind of blowing my mind 
it's yeah. like seeing it's like seeing something you're not supposed to it's like seeing <laughs> like how something magical is made you know like when your favorite movie is being broken down by vfx and it just ruins it maybe we should do house tours like cribs this is about all that's i got a kitchen and a bedroom in here like that's that's really it i have a tiny ass apartment man like as this, long this is, as this as, is it as long as the the house tour is on those like selfie sticks and we're like all right guys oh, yeah. we all have yeah. to get selfie no, sticks i'm just gonna tie a my phone to my cat and you guys will get there to see go. the there apartment yeah. on his time if he decides there to wander into other rooms you will but mostly he just sleeps in this chair or on that cat tree. Oh, this is a bunch of like people on stream. Come on, you can do it. Come on, come on. Uh, all right, Seth. We'll 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 wrap it up. So we'll do a quick outro. Hey, thank you, audience members, for stopping by. I I really want to do. I say I, I really do appreciate you uh, taking the time to listen to our podcast. It means a lot. We're uh we're finally making. I feel like some headway into. Uh, you know, getting that audience and you, if you're, if you stop by, if you listen to this on the daily, on the weekly, everything, every time we post a new one, thank you. We really appreciate it. Um, so just keep, keep on keeping on. Uh, we'll, we'll make plenty of stuff for you. If you have any suggestions, please, please reach out to us on our discord. You know, we got Reddit, we got lots of social media. So uh, just remember that old saying we have here at that's effing weird. We don't want what's normal. We want stuff that's effing weird.